0: Well, on paper, this could have been the most difficult week in Hitchin Town season so far. But after a draw against Leyston and semi-final win uh, against Step Two opposition, the Canaries are set up perfectly to take on League leaders Tamworth at top field today. With Andy Peaks aside looking to extend their lead over Lyston uh, at the top of the Prem- Southern League Premier uh, Division Central. I'm Freddie Cardi. Alongside me once again is Stephen Gleeson. Steve,
1: how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Uh did a bit of running before the game and uh yeah hopefully back involved in the next few weeks yeah you're, you're uh, knocking a few passes out to the subs bench for about
0: five ten minutes out there i could tell you know you're desperate to be back out there you mentioned on tuesday oh, this has maybe just come a step too soon has that been the case
1: yeah i think i possibly could have been on the bench but i think we we set out a plan probably 10 days ago especially with after reoccurring at colville and uh yeah, we've just ended up sticking to it, so uh, although frustrating, I think I just need to kind of look after my body at the moment and I'd rather be fifth for the remaining eight games than kind of push it today and that happened again and another setback. So yeah, we stuck to the plan and although frustrating, uh, we just, we we'll just go with it.
0: Yeah, seven league games left and a hot senior cup final now to look forward to. How impressive were Hitchin on Tuesday night in that win over Step 2 Chesson?
1: Yeah, I thought they were excellent. I thought the boys uh, played with real confidence. I thought first half it was quite even, although we had the better chances. And then second half I thought it was a, a really professional performance, uh, got the goals and then... I thought we looked very comfortable towards the end, and probably again we could have won by more.
0: Chesant manager Craig Edwards was interviewed by the the club's YouTube channel. He said, "Actually, the scoreline flattered his side. He felt Hitchin uh, could have had more." Mark Burke talked in his notes on the on the weekly bulletin about. Um, uh, that semi-final, saying the Leicester performance and results set us up really well for that semi-final. Uh, I'm delighted as we put in a thoroughly professional and hard-working performance against our higher level opposition. It is great to have a cup final to look forward to at the end of the season. Something we picked up on was the game plan and Mark Burks confirmed that here. Wanted to be, uh, wanted to be hard to break down in the first half and then uh, push on in the second half. Then the Canaries have scored just once in the first half in their last six games. So is that something that's been talked about, keeping it really tight and then it expanding a bit more as the game goes on yeah i think it's been the plan
1: probably throughout the st- uh, from the start of the season being hard to break down and being difficult to beat and although we've had uh, a few spells during the season where we've conceded two and three goals in quick su- succession uh, i thought we uh, over the period of the season we have been difficult to beat mm. and i thought that showed on a uh, tuesday night i thought we were as i say i thought it was an even first half we had the better chances but we we looked a, a very strong defensive unit so it's definitely a plan that we we work on and hopefully it, it can come into fruition again today yes
0: yeah, so with two nil win second half goals from toby Syme and ashley hay on tuesday night and that stands Hitchin in really good stead for today's game against top of the uh, table tamworth but plenty of injuries in, including your own one kieran jones continuing his rehab uh, at Brackley Town, Toby Syme suspended after the, yellow, the two yellow cards uh, against Leyston and Jack Morell uh, suffered a concussion I'm told in the win over Chesham. can you tell me any more about that? Because it wasn't clear after the game that perhaps that happened.
1: Yeah, uh, it wasn't clear to me or you, so uh, it was interesting to see on tour, so he came in saying that he was complaining with a concussion, so uh, maybe it's just come a bit too early for him today, which is going to be a massive loss because I thought Jack was excellent and he has been excellent since he come back into the team but it's, it's why you have a squad it's, it's why players now, now need to step up and hopefully mm. the boys can uh, come in today and perform the way Jack has been
0: So Stan Georgie then makes his first league start since the first game uh, of the calendar year Jack Snealers drops to the bench with Finlay Wilkinson starting in midfield uh, and there 's also a start for Kai Teal uh, after a spell of Potton United on dual registration so it 's safe to say that Giorgio and Barker will be in the defense. Where will teal fit into that because you could always push Edie in uh, have you know teal and Bell on, on opposite flanks potentially what what 's the talk uh, just now about how this defense is going to look
1: uh, i haven 't spoken too much to the coach staff and the management team, but I think Kyle, Kai will uh, just slip in uh, into Jack's role I think uh, does maybe options to kind of rotate and that but i think just just making kai go in there for jack uh, keeps it pretty similar so i think that's kind of the thinking going into the game so yeah as i say i think kai would just go on that left side of the three so for Hitchin, then charlie
0: horlock starts in goal lane ed left wing back uh, kai teal stan Georgiou, and lewis barker with bradley bell uh, on the right hand side cody cut stevens Guvea and Wilkinson in the midfield and then Idia and Ashley Hay uh, will lead the line. Hay coming in for Josh Allen who drops to the bench along with sti- uh, Steve Corley, Jack Sneilis and George Devine. For Tamworth Jaz Singh uh, starts in goal. Uh, Matthias Curley uh, is number two, number three Callum Cockrell-Mollett, number four uh, Lyndon uh, me cool 5, Jamie Willett, 6, Liam Dolman, 7, Owen McKeown, 8, Ben Milnes, uh, 9, Dan Creaney, who scored 34 goals in all competitions this season, uh, 10, Jamie Jealous and 11, Luke Fairlam. The subs are Ty Deacon, uh, Alex Jones, Kyle Finn, Gift Moussa uh, and George Cater. It is a, a quality Tamworth squad and it, you know, similarly to Man City at the moment, if you like, with Dan Creaney, it's, it's hard actually because you can get so fixated on how many goals he's, been scoring but there's plenty of quality all throughout that lineup I don't know if you've you know, played against any of these players if you know there's a lot of non-league experience in there but you know they don't come much tougher than this today
1: no I uh, you say the, the the league table doesn't lie they're up there for a reason uh, we played them up up at their place uh, not so long well before Christmas I think it was maybe mm. and uh, yeah we kind of showed them a little bit too much respect 2-0 uh, down uh, the centre forward you're talking about, I think, scored after a few minutes, yeah. which, which wasn't in the game <laughs> plan. So, uh, no. But I thought we grew into the game, and I thought when we scored, we actually we actually looked the threat especially second half. And I think going into the day, we just w- we can't show them the respect. We have to go out there and just play eleven v eleven, and. Uh, as I say, hopefully we can perform uh, and get the result today.
0: Yeah, header at the back post from Dan Creaney. Lewis Barker just switched off. It was less than two minutes in in that one and uh, Creaney then made it 2-0 after 51 minutes. Hitchin were really resilient though in that game, uh, battling hard. Tamworth then awarded quite a contentious penalty because Ashley Hare, I remember, had a similar appeal that was waved away. Uh, Charlie Horlough making a, an excellent save to deny. Uh, Creeny hat-trick. Jack Snealist then came on, scored his... Uh, first goal for the club, Hitchin. In the end, settling uh, for a two under defeat. Maybe surprised to see Sneilus uh, drop to the bench today, but of course Finley Wilkinson came off and, and came off the bench and and did well on Tuesday night. That is an area where we do have an abundance of quality.
1: Yeah, I think Jack's been struggling with his ankle as well the last kind of ten days as well. So and especially how the boys performed uh, Saturday and Tuesday. Uh, I think yeah, coming back onto the bench, easing back in is is the best option to do. But as I say, we've got, we've got uh, great talent in them areas of the pitch. So if it's Finn, if it's Jack, if it's Diogo, I think they can all offer something different. So I think Jack will have a part to play today and uh, as I say, hopefully it'll be in a win contribution.
0: Well, you told us you didn't look at the league table until two games into your Hitchin career. I don't know how much you've looked at sort of the title race and how that's developed over the season. But Leyston winless in their last four. Tamworth have now uh, got an advantage, got a lead of seven points. And then, of course, Hitchin held Layston uh, to a draw. So even if Layston are to win both of their two games in hand, Tamworth could still uh, be in front. We are right in that uh, run end. Uh, running at the end of the season uh, now, and I guess the pressure on Tamworth is just to keep doing what they're doing. You you have to sort of forget about Leicestershire if they are falling away. You you have to act as if the pressure is on.
1: Yeah, I think they just need to concentrate on themselves. They they can't affect what Leicester do or any other team around them. They just have to take each game as it comes and, and uh, just get their wins. As I say, they've done the t- the league table don't doesn't lie. They've consistently won won games and picked up points over the season. So. Yeah, I think Tamworth just need to concentrate on themselves. Uh, hopefully today it goes against them, but I'm sure uh, as the season progresses, they they will be right up there.
0: Just got a few minutes before uh, to go before kickoff. Well, there have been a few extra uh, security measures uh, brought in today. A big away crowd uh, expected, so there is an enhanced security presence outside uh, and in the ground. Uh, bag and pack checks at the entry points, and for the first time this season, unfortunately, no alcohol. Uh, has been allowed to have been brought into the crowd. I um, guess you are a player who, who enjoyed it. Relish that sort of occasion when the, you know, you know, the fans will be on your back a, a little bit more. We saw it with Nuneaton coming down here a few weeks ago and we we're expecting you know, Tamworth to bring some numbers down today.
1: Yeah, I've, I've always, as I say, taken it in my stride. I, I, I'd rather play in front of big hostile crowds. Uh, it's It's funny we go back to like it, we were speaking about initiation songs the other day i'd I'd rather play in front of a hundred thousand people <laughs> shouting abuse at me than get up on a no, really p- yeah, yeah. It, it, as I say, I think when you're out there as a player for me personally it, it doesn't affect me mm. and as I say, if you're going to these big teams, especially in the midlands, you kind of take it as a as a challenge as well to kind of shut them yeah in them a a little <laughs> bit, yeah, so uh Every player is different, but for me, it was always, yeah, I took it in my stride.
0: Yeah, and also not being distracted, of course, by what is going on. Uh, Off the pitch, of course, Tamworth's game against Nuneaton a few weeks ago was suspended and then abandoned after 60 minutes due to Uh, crowd trouble from uh, both sets of fans. I can only imagine the Southern League will do nothing about that. Wait till the end of the season and then put the game on with a few games to go. Probably have a lot still up for grabs like they did last year with that game against Bigglesway that ultimately secured Hitchin's safety. Well, Owen McKeown scored a hat-trick to relegate Bigglesway. keep Hitchin at step three level. He starts today uh, for the Lambs under the management uh, of Andy Peaks. Picked up 54 Uh, points last season after he moved across from Rushton and Diamonds and Rushton actually finished higher up than them last season but Rushton now bottom of the table uh, and Tamworth top. That must tell you a lot about Andy Peaks and the effect he's had coming in.
1: Yeah, he's definitely had an effect on the team uh, this season. Obviously the league the league table doesn't lie so uh, I'm pretty sure he brought a few players with him as well so yeah, he's, he's a good manager at this level and he, he's proven it again this season.
0: Here come the teams then, Hitchin in their yellow and green. Nice crowd in. Tamworth fans just starting to make a bit of noise down their end and Tamworth in the blue and black stri- uh, stripes. The two vastly experienced goalkeepers, Jazz Singh, has been around, played at uh, the higher levels of non-league for a long, long time. A uh, respected goalkeeper in the game, as is his opposite number. Charlie Horlock. Clean sheets for Hitch and Steve against Cheshunt of the league above and second place Leicester. I mean, Mark Burke, a, a, a defender by trade. He must be delighted with, with the last week.
1: Yeah, I think uh, both performances were excellent. Uh, I think of was m- more than happy with the uh, boat results and, and performances, but as I say, we've, we have a few injuries at the moment, the suspensions, and it's up the boys to come in and continue that. So, Uh, sorry, Steve. Yeah, as I say, we have a squad for a reason, so it's it's next it's next body up now. Mm.
0: So Hitchin eleventh in the table, then on 44 points. The Canaries actually don't play any league football uh, before two weeks today. No game uh, next Saturday. They'll take on Luton Towns under 21s in a friendly uh, a week on Monday. Sort of a last hurrah for a couple of weeks uh, in terms of competitive action uh, for the Canaries. Mark Burt looking uh, relaxed as always as he makes his way uh, out onto the pitch. Both captains will uh, meet in the middle, Ben Milnes uh, and Charlie Horlock. A big occasion expected today. Can I tempt a prediction out of you, Steve, before we get underway?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be a very tough game uh, today, especially with the injuries and suspensions we have for... Uh, I'm gonna go 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw, an entertaining one. Well,
0: Tamworth's win over Hitchin at the lamb was actually their first against the Canary since 2018. So Hitchin do not have a, a poor form against Tamworth by any means uh, whatsoever. Uh, draw being a very common result when these two sides meet and that's what you've gone for today. The Tamworth fans striking up there chanting now. It is of course good to have a, a larger way following here and and making some noise, churning up the atmosphere will make for for a better game I'm sure. So the final coaches are just being shooed across the pitch by the referee. It is three o'clock gone parts three now and we're getting ready uh, to go then. So it is Kai Teal starting on the uh, left of the back three. Idiokoa and Koldy Hutt-Stevens in the middle. Wilkinson, Hay and then Guvea up front and we will have a look at the Tamworth formation. Liam Dolman starts uh, on the left hand side. I remember Guvier and Hay giving him a bit, a bit of a tricky time in the reverse fix. I think he came off within the first half, and that is where Hitchin will look to exploit running at these Tamworth defenders uh, and taking them on. So, all ready to go at top field. The league leaders, Tamworth. Possibly Hitchin's toughest challenge of the season so far, but they've overcome a couple of potentially tough tests. In the recent week, um, we are underway at Topfield and HTFC Radio. Hitching, kicking from uh, right to left, they'll kick towards the Fishponds Road end, which is currently full of Tamworth fans, where uh, they, they will in the second half. McKeown slipping the ball through, it's prodded back by Coldy. got Stevens, and uh, the run from Jealous uh, was an offside one. So Charlie Hall like, will. Settled things now, for Hitchin hitching early on. Good to see Kite Teal back out. There is it a little spell with uh, Porton United on dual registration, but Mark Burke, uh, a, a big fan of
1: Kite. Yeah, I think that was the, the main reason he went out, was to get the minutes, and, as I say, in football, it, the opportunity present himself today to go in, so he's, he's definitely match fit, so, as I said, Brookley likes him as well, so... He's got Stephens heading
0: down and just a collision and the yellow card's already out. We've played 50 seconds and I think the referee has reached to his pocket to uh, book the Tamworth man who's pleading his innocence. Tamworth of course scored after less than two minutes in the reverse fixture. They're going to have a yellow card here. I think it's Jamie Jealous, the former Kings Langley man, indeed on loan from Kings Langley and Hitchin won't mind that at all. One of their midfielders in the book straight away.
1: Yeah, it seemed just like a, a head clash, but I don't know if he's, he thought he's maybe elbowed him,
0: but it's hard to see from this side. Cody Cot-Stevens, your man of the match on Tuesday night, and he was in the wars in that game as well. There were a few where he was being going up for those headers. Well, if you want to get in touch, you can tweet me at Cardi Freddy or send us a message on our uh, HCFC radio website. As always, we give our best wishes to Marak, who is still recovering at home. He'll be back. Here soon as Guvea flicks one through, Georgiou heading over the top and cleared away
2: uh,
0: by a Tamworth man. Edie bounce just heading the ball back down now uh, into Charlie Horlock. Horlock turning and, and looking forward and already we've surpassed that two-minute mark where Hitchin conceded early on. And were you were, did you travel up that game? I don't think you played in it. No, no I played in, you a played a in yeah, it. You played yeah, in it. Okay. Yeah. And, oh look, up and over the top. And that is one of those sort of bigger grounds in the league, more of a hostile atmosphere. It was, of course, a, a conference ground not too long ago. Guvea across the belt, chipping one through. There's a run from Wilkinson and Singh picks up possession. Yeah, certainly the character of the Hitchin squad on display that day was uh, a real positive for the Canaries and yeah Horlock saving the penalty we all thought that was written in the stars for the for the creamy hat trick and that lifted the, the side even more it just wasn't to be in the end in that game throwing now then for the Lambs Callum uh, Cockrell-Mollett will take three minutes gone it's goalless on HCFC radio and flicked on by Ben Mills. and now down from Wilkinson and now there's a clash of heads and I think the referee for the interest of consistency, he may have to book Wilkinson here. He's dug himself a hole early on, I guess, with the yellow card of Jamie Jealous.
1: Yeah, I think he's, he's set a stall out straight away, the ref. I, I don't know if he is going to book him, but uh, a yellow card in 50 seconds kind of... Yeah. Yeah, it, there you go, book him as well. Yeah,
0: so. Wilkinson in the book. And, I mean, the sort of game this could turn out to be, both sides will have to be very careful. It's Wilkinson's fourth booking of the season. And so in Wilkinson and Jealous in the book. We've played less than four minutes. So I think both managers will be rather disfati- dissatisfied from that. Hitchin already having Syme suspended after his two yellow cards uh, against Leyston. He's played for Bulldog Town today. This is Josh Mollison to keep their fitness up. Free kick for Tamworth then. From the left-hand side it's swung in towards the back post. Headed away on the second time of asking. This time by Kai Teal, Worked out again by Dolman, played back in, looking to turn his McKeown and Teal can clear chip back over the top, few players coming back from an offside position indeed the uh, flag does go up uh, against uh, Callum Cockerill-Mollett, fellow Irishman uh, under-19 international
2: Uh,
0: signed for Tamworth from Walsall here's Horlott then, ball at his feet and certainly Hitchin learning the lessons from that reverse fixture, needing a, a slow and steady start if you like to this one
1: yeah, I think it's I'm don't know, I think. it's a much better start than we had up there, but it, as i say as the ball left the box there, we squeezed pretty well and catching them offside, which which will hopefully give the back three confidence.
2: If you All
0: looking to go long. Shout out to Jill Wise, who's listening in from sunny Tenerife. Certainly a chilly afternoon here, Jill, if you're tuning in, but good to have you with us cheering on the Canaries uh, today. Barker then with the ball at his feet. It's just nudged off the ball there by uh, Dan Creaney. It'll be an interesting battle between those two today. Mark Burke a lot of the time this season will pit Barker against sort of the main threat that especially, you know, put a bit of a a man-liking job on. And that's just what LB likes to do. He's so good at it.
1: Yeah, I think he's done it a number of times this season. LB, he's definitely won that book he goes to, especially if they have an aerial threat. So... uh, Hopefully he can do it again today.
0: Bell, and this time Hay goes down, and Wilkinson will make his way down the right-hand side. Dolman playing the ball back to uh, Jaz Singh. Clearing long. Barker reads the play nicely. Chips forward. Wilkinson was offside. Dolman can take route one to go long. Again, Barker and Creaney do battle, and it's chipped over the top. Georgie back peddling. Heads away, Bell can't c- quite keep the ball in. So, Georgie, a little short maybe of match fitness and, and match action, but it's had such a good couple of seasons with the Canaries.
1: No, I think Stanham, especially last season, was excellent when he was in the team. A uh, bit unfortunate this season that uh, the boys that have come in have done really well, but I think we all know what Stann can offer. So, again, hopefully he can ease his way into the game and have a good game.
0: From and then for Tamworth and they're just happy to take their time. They sent Dolman up there from the back. So there is space for Hitchin to exploit if they can get this away. And they can. Teal heading it out wide and Matt Curley's just going to see it out for another throw-in. Clear intent here. Both centre-backs are up for a long throw-in. So the delivery needs to be good and it's flicked on. Dolman's in the box trying to turn. Georgie prods away, but it's not a convincing clearance. The shot came back through and now Bell turning and can clear out into the stand down that right-hand side. So Hitchin, interesting to see that Tamworth are going to gamble that much. They do put a lot of emphasis on set pieces, but two centre-backs going up for a long throw in really does leave some space to exploit as they come down the left-hand side uh, with Jealous. Up against Idiokoa and he's laid it off nicely. Chipped across and put behind for a corner and this is where Tamworth can be Extra deadly, these set piece situations always have the Andy, P- Andy Peak size they are known for. Their work from these corners and free kicks.
1: You can see just from the setup as well, from the two long throw ins just previous, they are a very big side, so mm. you can see why they walk on them so much.
0: Dolman again comes striding into the box, scored a worldy. Against his former, uh, against his current side for Rushton and Diamonds that have been shared on Twitter many a times, a rocket in that game. He's up there for the corner now and he's in there, and the ball potentially flicked off the line by Kai Teal. I think Charlie Horlock saying there was no touch, but it's a big chance of Tamworth.
1: Yeah, it was actually excellent defending by Kai in the end. But yeah, you can see the they're a massive side. there are just going to keep putting that <laughs> ball into the box.
0: Finley Wilkinson now thought he. I think he's going to be called back from up front to go in and defend. So. Just on the edge of the box and now Matt Curley's going to come up as well. Bournemouth lead Arsenal in the Premier League after 11 seconds as the ball comes in now from Ben Milne. Headed away well this time by Stan Georgiou. Out to the left hand side. As Tamworth, the league leaders, do battle with Hitchin here. Lovely work. Idiokoa sliding in. It comes wide to Mikio. Played back onto the left hand side. Chipped in. Diving header from Georgiou. Trying to find Gouvaeh. Hitchin can finally clear... From Idiokoa, Hay nodding it down. Could be a day of counter attacking for the Canaries as Gouveia goes past a couple. He's then wrestled onto the floor. The referee says play on, and then Idiokoa comes across to challenge uh, Meikle. Now Bell. Really well worked from Hitchin after clearing that corner. Across to Weedy down the left hand side, and now Kai Teal on the ball. Hay's up there as well. Teal looking to float it across, and oh, it's come through for Wilkinson. Lays off for Hay, and he fires his shot over the bar. But from one move down one end to creating that up the other, that's seriously impressive from
1: Hitchin. Yeah, excellent pass by Kai, uh, diagonal pass there, and uh, great set by Finn as well. I don't know if Ash can just hit the target, but good chance there for Hitchin.
0: Tamworth committing players forward, and Hitchin just have to send that warning shot that if if Tamworth do leave players up there, then the Canaries are happi- happy to counter attack and. Can make their chances count. Ashley Hay firing over the bar that time. Scored his tenth of the season in all competitions on Tuesday night. Long ball now, and Creaney sprints back to come on side, and Teal can head away into Wilkinson. And now thumped away from Bell. Hay will sprint onto it down Hitchens' right hand side, but the ball will be Jazz sings to Shepherd behind uh, for a Tamworth throw-in. So a lot of attacking so far from the Lambs and couldn't have asked for a, a tougher game hitching, Steve, for these defensive injuries to happen. It is a lot of misfortune and that suspension from Syme as well.
1: Yeah, but you can see in the opening 10 minutes, this is going to be a massive test for the boys today. Uh, they they look a big, strong physical side and to have so many suspensions and injuries, especially to the back line, it isn't ideal. But... I think the boys, that first 10 minutes will give them confidence that they will be able to defend.
0: First goal scored in the 7 League Central, Rushton and Diamonds bottom of the table, Andy Peaks' former club trail uh, to Mikolova. lovely switch here from Wilkinson, Edie looking to get in behind, it's a good sliding tackle by Matt Curley, Juvea was hanging around on the edge of the box and now long again, Teal taking the ball down but he's just shown too much of it to the Tamworth man who then Jinx past Gouveau. Gets a little bit of a taste of his own medicine there from Jamie Jealous. Now Mikio finding his way through past Kai Thiel, who was a strong, determined player. Teal and Georgie then combining and Georgie can clear. You can always see the look in Kai Thiel's face when he goes in for a tackle. He's not going to pull out of stuff easily.
1: No, he's definitely got a bit of aggression in this game, which, which I like to see in players as well. But He won't pull out of any tackles.
0: It's a corner kick then. For Matthias Curley. So Teal and Georgie making their first league start for a little while. And a lot of onus from Lewis Barker to be the experienced hit figure back there, but that's where Lane Edie will also be important as well. The player has been around a long time. Fro comes in, headed away by Barker. Him and Edie were both stuck to Dan Creaney there, trying to get that ball away. Curly though, doing battle with Edie, and it's a very poor ball in, and too easy for Charlie Horlock to deal with. Are these are these hitching defenders going to be extra focused on Dan Creaney today, and and could that leave them vulnerable elsewhere?
1: No, I th- I think you have to obviously score 24 <laughs> goals, so you have to take notice of it. But as you say, if you can if you focus too much on one player, it probably mm. take the eye off other players. But I think, as I say, it's an, it's a team effort to stop goals, so it won't be just the back three. It'll be midfielders tracking runners as well. So although, uh, like I say, you will be focused on him he's not the only player in their team that can cause us problems
0: bell throwing in then after a header away from liam dolman and every time Hitchin can get this high up the pitch they need to make it count they're not going to get loads of opportunities this afternoon you get the sense as bell lays one off to guvea trying to cross one in and it's blocked in sort of areas the canaries have to capitalize that's nicely done by guvea just comes back into midfield and Plays the ball back to Stan Georgiou. Looking for Bradley Bell and headed away by uh, Cockerell Mollet. Who then can clear on the second time of asking. Barker now coming across. Just shepherds the ball out for a throw-in. And one thing you can say about Hitchens. They just, re- look on Tuesday night, they just looked relaxed against Chesham. They just went about their work calmly and precisely. And almost just gave off the feeling that they were really calm. And they knew what they were doing. They've looked maybe a little more frantic this afternoon so far. So they just need to settle into the game and... Try and use the ball whenever they've got it, but it's going to be difficult up against this Tamworth side. You can see here, Idiokoa on the ball, and straight away, Milnes is quick on his touch. They're going to have to move the ball a bit quicker. So it's goalless after 14 minutes on HTFC Radio. Stephen Gleeson, the Hitchin midfielder, joins myself, Freddie Cardi, uh, once again. What's been a a difficult week of fixtures for Hitchin Town, but they've passed it with... Just about flying colours so far. A draw with 10 men away at Leyston. A Hearts Senior Cup win over uh, Cheson in midweek. The uh, venue and the date of the tie, by the way. Less than a month away. Still no idea of which uh, from the Hearts FA, which, as we talked about at length on Tuesday night, is not a great look for the Hearts FA's Premier Cup competition. But as of when we know the information, we will get that out to you. Barker heading down into Caldicott stevens chip forward for Guvea. just comes in off Dolman and tries to work Hay down the right-hand side but Cockrell Mollet's been alert to any danger so far, he hits it long, Georgiou heading down well, he is a player who is calm on the ball but he's been beaten here by McKeon, and Georgiou ends up in a heap on the floor, McKeon going through everyone and then takes a tumble as he was challenged by Josh Caldicott stevens and the referee, waves play on, Tamworth will come forward again over the halfway line, Wilkinson, into challenge. It's worked out nicely to Creeny, who's come all the way onto the near touchline from our commentary box. Creeny will now pick a pass to Cockrell-Mollet on the opposite flank, down the left. Cockrell-Mollet hitting that cross behind, and Hitchin won't mind that one bit. They, they attack in real numbers to Tamworth.
1: Yeah, they're definitely pushing bodies forward, just leaving two at the back most of the time, so I'd say they're definitely a team with confidence as well, and... First 15 minutes you can see how many numbers they put in the box as well from crosses out wide.
0: Interesting to see then Jack Snealers dropping to the bench as with Josh Allen, Ash Hay spending the last two games on the substitutes bench of course came on and, and made an impact and Mark Burke keen to give Josh Allen a bit of game time and he, he felt when I spoke to him after that he proved himself the Luton Town Loney.
1: No, I said, I wasn't there on the Saturday uh, by all reports he was excellent and I think Tuesday he grew into the game massively as well so he's definitely proved himself to Brookie but as I say, Ash coming back into the team as well he, he's proved it over the season as well so again, that's why we have squads as well so he, hopefully he can come on today and have an impact on the game.
0: Hay taking on Dolman, he gets there, he tries to get the cross in and it's deflected behind for Hitchens' first corner of the game Dolman had done well to just hold off Hay but the Hitchin strike of the 19-year-old was just able to nip in and win the ball back. And Guvea will go over to take the corner. He picked up two assists from set pieces on Tuesday night. And this is where Tamworth's height in the box will again work in their favour at their own end. But Barker and Hay will go up there. Dolman's going to mark Hay, but Ash, we know, will be able to outjump anyone in his day. It's the low ball across to Wilkinson, and he can't get there. Dolman comes across to clear. And aside from that, Steve Cawley goal against Lowestoff last year, Hitchin just struggling to get that routine working as there's a foul just inside the Townworth half or o- over on the opposite flank. I think Wilkinson maybe just pulled out of the shot there and was hoping someone would run in behind. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I think, to be fair, the set from the set player was quite decent, but like you say, they're, they're a massive side. We have to kind of be creative with yeah. our, our set players today. And although that one didn't come off, uh, hopefully the coaching staff have set up some more.
0: Yeah, Guvea not a great delivery. Beltrest to flick it back through. Now Idio oh, nearly chips through Guvea down the right and now it's Tamworth who can counter-attack. Slips through the middle looking for Mikio and Thiel was brave to step in front of him try and win the ball back. If he lost it, they could have been in behind but he was able to play forward up to Hay. Worked nicely here by Dolman who's looked excellent so far but he'll face Sterner tests as the afternoon progresses. Play down the right now. By Matt Curley, and again it doesn't quite link up for Tamworth, and struggling to get Creaney into the game as of yet.
1: Yeah, I think I think the boys are doing really well to frustrate them at the moment. A couple, couple of errors creeping into the game, but I say that's that's what that's probably our game plan today is is to contain them and frustrate them as long as possible, and hopefully hit them on that counter attack. Oh, at the goal
0: kick. Then we goalless after 18 minutes uh, here at top field. Hitchin drawing their last four games here, their last three by. A scoreline of one all. They are winless in their last six games. The Canaries. They picked up draws against third and now second. And after today, they'll have played four of the top five. And things do get easier from here, essentially. Hensford, who are 21st at the moment, coming up next, and of course we'll have a lot to fight for. But this is a really tough time in Hitchin season so far. They're coming through it nicely, but here come Tamworth again. Curly. Slipping it through. Kiteal again touch tight to his man. Edie comes across as well to deal with Jealous. Who gets the cross in. Deflected and Cody Stevens. Just scuffs the clearance out. And somewhere fans and the ironic cheers. But it could have been a worse result there. For Hitchin. And again the big guns will come forward. So Hitchin. When, this, when these set pieces do happen. They will have half a mind on how they can break forward. They're going to leave Guevara and Hay up there. Wilkinson will again will come back into to defend. It's another long throw in from Curley. It's right into the middle of the box. Barker heads it on and Steve stevens now taking on Michio and who's got lightning feet. Doesn't use them this time. It's just chipped through again looking for Creaney and Barker just steps across. Clears away. And one at the other end by cockerell Mollet, Wide to McKeown and then Bell comes across. A lot of sort of tag team work by the Hitchin players. If one goes over the other will tilt will as well. They're just not letting Tamworth you know, run at them and, and try and get on the ball. There's a lot of work rate required out there.
1: Yeah, definitely, especially with the ball, their the movement off the ball as well. Sometimes it's gonna have to be doubling up, especially in the wide areas as well, but so far so good, Butter boys, I say, the effort is always there with them, so it, it, it's not a surprise to see boys sprinting across the pitch to help others out.
0: Another long throw in from Curley, not dealt with. Creaney trying to turn in the box anywhere and open. He's chipped it through. McKeown may have just been offside there. Uh, Charlie Horlock able to claim. Every throw-in is a long one basically in Hitchens' half.
1: Yeah, you can see anything kind of 20 yards out, they're lumping it into the box. So it is going to be one of them Mm. games where the boys are going to have to head and kick everything.
0: Yeah, it's not pretty, but they're up there at the top of the league and by a good number of points as well. And they will stick to their formula. Uh, Tamworth especially knowing some of Hitchens vulnerabilities against set pieces but something the Canaries have worked on all season long and of course scored from a couple uh, in midweek. It's still goalless here after 21 minutes. Bell to take the throw in, juggling the ball in his hands. They have been scoring goals for fun this season as well. Tamworth recorded a 9-1 win over Hensford a couple of months ago. they Had a good run in the FA Trophy as well. Wins over Rushton and Diamonds, Liversedge, Boston United, and then uh, Lemmington in that competition to reach the the fourth round proper. Here's Kai Till on the halfway line. Ball nearly gets stuck under his feet, but he's chipped wide and Bradley Bell can have a run, always so good. Controlling the ball down that flank. He's down on the floor now. He's laid it off to Wilkinson. Dolman just using his body. And cleared out for another hitch and throw in. Bell, I mean, we talk about Steve Cooley's first touch, but I think Bradley Bell can sometimes be underappreciated, the way he brings the ball down out of the sky.
1: Yeah, he's technically a co- uh, very good player, uh, Brad, so that switches on constantly to him own because you know you can kind of trust him to have that good first touch, but he's definitely an outlet for us.
0: Frame for Bradley Bell again into Gouvet, taking it away from uh, Lyndon Meikle, and then Dolman can clear long by a Tamworth man once again, Creeny flicks it on, there's no one up there with him and Teal will just put the ball down, Hitch, you need to be careful here but Horlock luckily is quick enough of his line and you can just tell the fact Teal and who haven't been playing in the side, haven't been playing together there are going to be a few miscommunications
1: Yeah, you could see they're kind of leaving it to each other but one of them have to take control, Kai did in the end and although it was a little bit short, Chaz's starting position again was really good Shout out to Kieran Jones
0: who is continuing his injury recoveries listening in today and supporting the Canaries. Even Callumstead Callum Stead were listening in the other night, the two Brackley Town players. Throw then flicked by Wilkinson and Barker diving and is able to save the corner there which is very important for the Canaries. And now a shot popping up on the edge of the box as Jamie... Jealous looking for his first Tamworth goal, now Creaney turns on his left foot and Kai Teal has scuffed that clearance over the crossbar. Charlie Hall has got a right smile on his face, so that could, that could have been danger for Hitchin.
1: Yeah, just a little shaky t- minute or two for the back three, but especially between Stan and Kai at the moment, they just need to kind of settle down. And I say hopefully Chaz is just speaking them, calming them down a little bit. Still
0: Hitchin, nil. Tamworth, nil. The Canaries keeping the lambs at bay so far. They've got another corner kick here, and again, they'll send players up from the back. and It's a fearless strategy, really, but perhaps haven't seen enough from Hitchin to suggest that they can counter attack effectively. Two arms raised in the air, it's an inswinger corner right into the danger area, and Horlock's done well to punch away. Will fall for Jealous, scuffs his shot through. Dolman was waiting in there, but it never reached him, and Hitchin clear up towards Wilkinson. Hit long over the top again. Ed now put under pressure by Jealous. He's bundled down and the assistant does indicate uh, a hitch and free kick. Jealous on a yellow card as well, but nothing more uh, for for that. But both Jealous and Wilkinson will have to play quite precariously for the remainder of this game after those yellow cards very
1: early on. It's definitely a long time to go, especially picking it up in the first five minutes, but say Dave Finn especially is going to just have to mm. watch himself
0: he will get stuck in he'll make his feelings known Charlie Horlock then will have the goal kick I did think they had indicated the the free kick after that nudge and Laney David's going to take a goal kick on the right hand side of his six yard box Horlock then up and over the top Looking for Hay, who wins that header, flicking it on towards Gouveia. It's then a diving header away for a Tamworth man. Coldy got Stevens forward. Taken down freely by Matt Curley, and he's floated it over the top down the right for McKeown, who's just swapped flanks temporarily at least. Turns away from Edie. Plays into the middle for Curley. Knocks across. Jealous onto his right foot. Well worked through again into Milnes. Early ball across, and Charlie Hall looks smothering it. That was a nice move from Tamworth.
1: Yeah, great hands by Chasboard. You can see. Especially from the, the wing backs as well, from Tamworth, to are pushing right up as well. We just have to be careful tracking them runners going forward.
0: So, Horlock always alert of his line and have a clean cheat for him uh, on Tuesday night. Idiokoa trying to find a way through to Guveya. The man had just jumped in Milns, but Idiokoa's found Ashley Hay. Back into the midfield. Barker steps forward, gets there, and it's given away again. Jealous finds Creaney. Back to Jamie Jealous down the left-hand side. They've got a runner in the middle in the shape of the captain, Milnes, as well. Still Jealous. Back to Cockrell Mollett and all the way back to Liam Dolman. Looking for that switch. Nicely executed to Bell and Hitchin. Have everyone back and no one can go over and, and challenge Curley. He's looking for Creaney. Headed down to Jealous again on the edge of the box. Milnes is an acres of space. Georgiou comes out to challenge him. Can Milnes get a shot away? Instead he's passed it straight to Lane Eadie. The idea was there. The execution was lacking though. I think maybe Hitchens' wingback's a little unsure of, of what to do at the moment when Tamworth's fullbacks get in possession. They're just staying all the way back. But here's Wilkinson finding Gouvert and he can stretch his legs forward now against Meikle. Still Guvea down the right-hand side up against Mikel. He's prodded it past him. He kept the ball in as well. Hangs up the cross and Wilkinson's headed past the far post. Best chance of the game for the Canaries so far. And it was all Guvea with the build-up.
1: Yeah, great Fee from Diogo on the wing there. and I thought he might have run out of play, but he managed to keep it in and stand the great ball up. Back post and, yeah, I'd say best opportunity for Hitchin today.
0: So a header there from Wilkinson. Uh, just wide. Eight goals this season now for Finn after arriving uh, from Histon. Another a versatile player really. Can pop up in, a, in and around the edge of the box. Can play up front. Even deeper in the midfield if he's required as well. Long ball again flicked on by Creaney. Teal will get there. Chips away past uh, McKeown and now Edie Appealing for offside and he can't quite shepherd it behind there. He can. Yeah, the assistance flag goes up and indicates a, a goal kick. And McKeown... Not happy with that. Villa lead, Palace and Arsenal trail to Bournemouth uh, in the Premier League. In the uh, Southern League Central a few goals early on. Rushton nil, Mikkel over 1. Uh, one all between Bromsgrove and Ilkeston. Russell lead and a Nunneaton Borough uh, atop of the, uh, well a playoff chasing clash. And Stourbridge uh, lead, Leyston are looking to close the gap on Tamworth. So Russia will uh, leapfrog Nuneaton into third if that result uh, stands. Here's Horlock then, for the goal kick, uh, once again. Still goalless after uh, 28 minutes, all plain sailing so far for Hitchin, who have been able to cope with those set-piece opportunities, almost the, the ball over the top, Steve. I feel like I'm more worried about that when it's bouncing and, and Creaney's able to flick it on, that seems to have created more problems.
1: Yeah, I think, as I say, the, the no-nonsense kind of team, I think even as the ball's going forward, even if we lose lose the force contact, I think we have to be switched on to track runners. As I say he's a big he's a big boy up top so he is gonna win a majority of headers. It's it's on players around them, tracking runners and obviously matching them going the other way. Is that a big part of
0: the the back three as well, Mark Burke choosing to make that switch as you can have an extra man often if they go two
1: up front. Yeah definitely I think obviously there's an overload there in their in favour so if if a centre half is challenging and at times losing the ball, the other two can obviously cover in behind or down the side. So, it, it, I think it works, it works good for the, uh, the squad we have and the bodies we have and I, th- I think we've done it well this season. Dolman
0: again clears up to Crean, he heads it down off Barker as well. Now prodded through first time but from McKeown, and a really important intervention by Georgiou but they'll continue and again Georgiou comes across, almost taking the roof off the Canary Kitchen. He's cleared it behind and those are two really important bits of defending
1: no good uh he was he was switched on there Stan just like what we're talking about there uh lose the first contact and stan was switched on to kind of track the run and uh did well to cut it out
0: so for him for curly again goes over to the opposite flank down by the canary kitchen again Hay and guvea just have a chat up on the halfway line about their plans if hitching could break away Hay's now going to sprint back in and mark uh, Cockerell Mollet, who's just provided a bit of a short option in doing so, has dragged Hay all the way back from up front. Here's that long throw again from Curley, looking to put it on the head of Creaney, headed back across. Horlock sprinting out and, and claiming. How long will Tamworth persist with the long throws, do you think? Is, is it something they'll just stick with the whole game and, and back themselves to get it right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think looking at probably team sheep before and probably the size of our team and how big, much bigger they are than us, I think, like you say, 20 yards into air half everything's going to be a set play so i think they will persist with it throughout the game
0: Guvea making his way through slips past one there's an option for him on the left-hand side in the form of lane Edy. the ball just played in front of him edie trying to keep it in and can't is unable to do so but the Hitchin fans behind that goal in the bedford road terracing uh pleased enough with that endeavor guvair is going to be key today as he as he always seems to be but He's played a lot through the middle so far, just taking people on and moving the play from one side to the other with the ball at
1: his feet. Yeah, I think is going to be key today, especially the way the game has started. Us uh, playing on the counter-attack a lot, so I think he will be massive for us, securing possession and then running at their back uh, back defenders.
0: Mikkel over the top, again, Teal heads away, as does Edie. Actually, hey, I think just wanted it a little more direct there. Idiokoa in the midfield as well. More defensive role today, has been tasked by just picking up Benjamin Mills. he's not seen much of possession, the Luton Town loney thrown again is headed away by Lane Eadie. Straight back to Curly, and then work it into the midfield and Idiokoa defends nicely. Another throw for Curley, this could be more of a a long opportunity but perhaps they are slowly moving away from that. Again it's taken short and again it's just put behind by Idia Akoa. The assistant had indicated a hitch and throw in. The referee overruled him. And Curly will take this one short again. Into Milnes. Back out to Matthias Curley. And work nicely into Meikle. Still goalless who played 32 minutes here. Hitching in the last couple of games been all about keeping the opposition at bay in the first half and progressing if they can in the second and that's been the same story so far here at top field back in home turf Meikle across to Curley stretches to get his foot on the ball finds Meikle again the man on loan from Buxton of the National League North Curley with the switch flicked through by Barker and Bells there as, as well and Barker will provide a clearance straight back to Curley and in these situations when Curley gets on the ball the wing backs are all just as deep as they can be so there's a lot of time for the Tamworth fullbacks to just get on the ball and pick that long pass Here's Curly again. Cody Cut Stevens will shut him down and put the tackle behind. But we've not seen Edie and Bell really venture forward
1: when Tamworth are on the ball. No, I think at times I think our clearances have to be a bit more than just smashing it up the field. I think especially there at LB had a lot more time. But I can understand it as well. It's constant pressure and mm. just trying to clear the ball. But I think at times if we can take our time with our clearances, the passes into the front three are on.
0: Oh, throwing. That's nicely worked here by Luke Fairland. Uh, make his way through. Back into Matt Curley again. He's seen a lot of the ball. He's swung in another. cross, Charlie Horlock. Seeing it all the way and elected to just let the ball spin behind for another goal kick. So, Tamworth still 0 0 here. They've got a lot of options on the bench. The eight goals of uh, Ty Deacon. The eight more goals of Alex Jones are all sitting there, as is the nine of Kyle Finn. So they've got plenty to call upon if they do look to change things up. No, it's an impressive armoury, of course, becomes a, you know easy to attract these players on loan and, and bring people in. Throughout the season, when you are that high in the table, they've been top of the league since September. To get back up to uh, step two level. After being relegated to the Southern League in 2018. Played as high as the uh, conference from 2009 to 2014. Headed away again by Dolman. Teal g- going up and against and who flicks it through. And now Jealous chipping it through. Creaney looked offside. The flag's gone up. The assistant has been alert. And the referee's going to say we can play advantage. Charlie Hall look then. Hayes gone all the way out onto the right-hand side. And looks going to... Allowing the opportunity to get the players forward. Creaney's gone up there to just put a bit of pressure on Horlock as well. And he just drops the ball at his feet and tries to hit Ashley Hay. And he does. Hay winning the header. Looking for Car in the midfield. Cleared away. Up to Creaney. He's got a bit of space here. But he just scuffed the pass. The more frustrated he gets. Hitchin will be very pleased. Gouvet taking the ball down. He gets there again. Going up against Meikle. Still with the skill is Gouvet. And they take two players to challenge him and win the ball back. Now McKeown again down the right. They've got Creaney in the middle and Fairland down the opposite side. Still McKeown. It's a very poor ball. He's overhit that and he knows he's overhit that as well. Final ball from both sides just letting them down a little bit. But hitching, you know, after each of these attacks of the hitching defenders, you kind of mentally just give yourself a pat on the back and, and go again for the next one.
1: Yeah, I think for Tamworth though, that's, that's the opportunity he's looking for. Laney just a little bit high and Diogo losing the ball. Uh, Kyle a bit exposed in the wide areas against their winger and uh, yeah he'd be very disappointed with his ball there because I think he actually got past Kyle quite comfortably.
0: Throwing from Bell and again it's one straight away from Tamworth who camped in Hitchens half at the moment really Dolman forward flicked on by Creaney and again there's no one in there Teal clearing, Wilkinson knocking it through, Gouvet is going to run out of Sings quick of his line and he goes long, Edie's just going to try and see this behind for a throw in him and McKeown and he's done well so far. Interesting to see Creaney. the way you watch him play is that that hold up man almost a similar role to Ashley Hay. You wouldn't think that you know they use him in a in a role where you would score so many goals because at the moment he's all about bringing other players into play.
1: Yeah I think his link of players actually been really good today Mm. Uh, but credit to the boys they've actually kept them really quiet in the box so hopefully they can continue to do that.
0: Yeah, scored just, I say just, 16 goals in all competitions last season. Has 34 to his name at the moment. And now he's knocked it down into Jamie. Jealous gets the shot away and it squirmed through Charlie Horlock's legs and just wide of the post and behind for a corner. It was low and hard and Horlock
1: had just done enough to put it behind. Yeah. But exactly what we've been talking about all half. Uh, he wins the force contact and uh, runners off him. It was an excellent touch by the Tamworth player as well, but... Has somehow managed to get a a touch on it and it went wide. It'll count as a save,
0: but it very nearly wasn't. Very nearly squirmed in off that far post. Corners taken quickly then again into the middle of the box. And Horlock, that's superb. Really well watched and takes the ball down. They've often targeted that six-yard box opposition this season, but Horlock's become wise to it. I don't know if it's something him and John Alban have looked at, the goalkeeper coach, and he's just... Backed himself again. Creaney standing straight next, <laughs> right next to him. and warlock is too nice to just welly it. it straight into the Tamworth man. He, he did score a, I say flute goal, but an interesting one the other day as McKeown makes his way down the left. Again, Giorgio. He's just growing into this game even more. But... Uh, a strange goal in Tamworth's 1-0 win over Bromsgrove. It was uh, it's difficult to describe but a short free kick was taken. I think it maybe was after an injury or a drop ball and the Bromsgrove man sort of just knocked it back in the direction of the keeper. No pace in it and Creaney just picked up possession and said ve- thanks very much and planted the ball into the net from, from 25 yards and looked like some sort of testimonial game goal but. That was all they needed for that 1-0 win. So after beating Barwell 2-0 in the previous game, very late goals from McKear and and Jones. And that followed a draw and a a loss in their previous couple as this is flicked through again. Shouts for Handball from Tamworth players into the final eight minutes of the first half. Still goalless at top field and just not quite linking up for the Lambs so far. I mean, if Hitchin had this sort of first half, you know, we'd be delighted they're creating this many chances. But I think Tamworth will just have to keep patient for the time being.
2: Yeah,
1: even the results prior that you've just spoke about, it it seems that maybe teams are kind of playing this way against them and and they have been patient. So I don't think they'll be, as I say, worried at the moment. uh
0: Headed away here by Dolman up towards Idiokoa, a a good, powerful header towards Hay. Again, it's hit long over the top. Barker tracking back, heads it down. Cody got Stevens challenging and the throne will go Tamworth's way once again. Sean Hitchin would love a minimum of a, a fifth straight home draw today if that was to be uh, the outcome. Wide again to Matt Curley. Taking it forward against Guevara, Slipped into the middle and it's just laid off back to Curley in a more central role. Chips over the top, taken down by Fairlam. Doing battle with Bell. Gets the cross away. And it's put behind by Bell for another corner. I don't know if anyone's keeping count of the amount of corner kicks that Tamworth have had so far. But the fact they've not scored from any of them Hitchin will be very pleased if, and they'll take encouragement from this so far. Throw in then for Ben Milnes, the Tamworth captain. Six goals for him uh, this season, including a, a, stra- a Boxing Day hat-trick against Stratford Town. Gets the cross into the middle. Barker trying to head away. And again, it just falls to Horlock, who dives down to make sure he's got possession in his hands. I have to say as well, credit to the Tamworth fans, they've been in good noise, uh, good voice so far, they have, well there's been no trouble as far as I can see, and been a, a good atmosphere here at Topfield uh, so far, Georgiou heading the ball uh, away, Meikle into the middle with Gouveia, Hayes there as well, he just falls over really, he's managed to work the ball through and now Dolman, Across into the midfield, taken forward by a Tamworth man, and quite, can't quite get there. And now McKeon in battle with Teal. who just comes across, clears it off McKeon. and he gets a little bit lucky there uh, that the ball rolls behind for a goal kick. A w- it was a weird battle. Neither player seemed to want to go for the ball, but then Teal made the first move and,
1: and cleared it away. No, I think Kai done, has done well this half. I think he had a five-minute little spell where him and Stan just not communicating, but I think he's grown into the game, and he's done really well. Well at half-time Steve, if you want to stay with us, we're going to have a chat about your role
0: at the Pro Direct Academy down in Bulldog. Have a look back on the uh, FA Cup run uh, for the youth team earlier uh, this season. Of course, you talk about Kai Till and Stan Georgiou, two academy products themselves in the uh, defensive line today along with uh, Lewis Barker. Something that Mark Burke will take great pride in, I'm sure. Here come Tamworth again with Jealous, then Bell bundling down in the penalty area and he points to the spot. As did the referee at the Lam earlier this season, and there is Tamworth's opening. Charlie Horlock, let's not forget, saved the penalty in the reverse fixture, and he's got to do it all again here. The Tamworth man jealous
1: bundled down in the box, and Creaney again is going to take it. Your view on that incident? Uh, from here, I did, I did think it looked a little bit clumsy, but again, it goes back to kind of keep tracking them runners and. I'd have to look at it back, but I think Brad maybe just switches off for a second and, and lets the uh, player in behind him, and, uh, and from here it did, it did look a little bit clumsy. Hall look out to chat with Dan
0: Creaney, perhaps reminding him of what happened in that reverse fixture all those months ago. Let's see what Creaney can come up with this time. Horlock, who has saved a couple of penalties this season, and now face a, a tough test here. So, Dan Creaney is going to step up from the edge of the penalty area. Horlock right back in his line. It's the opening that Tamworth have been looking for. As Creaney does battle with Horlock. It's the rematch at top field. Creaney stepping up, little stutter. Oh, and he's hit it over the crossbar. Horlock wasn't even called into action this time. He had nothing to do as Creaney has blazed the penalty over the bar. Would you believe it?
1: Uh, I think it's safe to say Chaz could be in the striker's head a little bit this season. <laughs>
0: Nobody has um. been able to stop Dan Creaney this season, but perhaps Charlie Horlock has.
1: Very surprised to see a striker that has 34 goals this season miss the target from 12 yards out, but uh, will definitely take it. I think a bit of a let off for Hitchin there because I did think it was from, from where we were uh, a penalty
0: we calling that like an attempted Penenka perhaps? Is that what he was going for? Has he just no, got off and
1: underneath it? I think he was just trying to delay his t- the taking of it to see where Chaz went and mm. he was really slow run-up and uh, I think he's just gone high and just missed the target.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're right in terms of whatever Charlie Horlock said to him. Of course, he is a, a sports psychologist, Charlie Horlock, so he might have the advantage in that field as Barker clears behind for a corner, but this is pitching now Go into half-time. That'll really galvanise them to push on again in the second half.
1: Yeah, I think, as I say, a let-off for the boys, but you've got to remain switched on here uh, mm. and hopefully get to half-time with, with, with no goals conceded, but massive, hopefully a massive turning point in the game.
0: Yeah, and Mark Burke will be keen to remind his players, especially the one who gave away the penalty, that that, that was a let-off rather than a, a good bit of work, really, by the Canaries, that they have got away with on there. Creeny plants that into the corner. Uh, then it is a, a different game, but yeah, 34 goals this season, and just another little subplot to this game. Again, the corner comes in. It's headed this time, and now Creaney from a couple of yards out has the lead, and Tamworth bundle around him, hitching up, complaining about something. Charlie Hall, and Lewis Barker are sent away, but now Dan Creaney, he missed from 12 yards. He scored from two in the 44th minute.
1: Yeah, it's been... Been a massive threat all half set players, and uh, as I say, just pulled off to the back stick, and I think he just beat Elvy in the, uh, be- beats Elvy in the air from two yards out, which which is a shame, especially after him missing a penalty.
0: Dolman was in there as well, and credit to Creaney because he just picked himself up straight away, and he gets his uh, f- 35th goal, his 30th league goal in all competitions this season. Hitchin are complaining about something. Creaney's not happy, the referee, about something as well. I think Horlock perhaps felt he was was being fouled, but they've looked for that strategy of getting the ball in the six-yard box. Dolman was there as well. Still Creaney and another Tamworth man. The captain are complaining about something of the referee, but we will continue, and that is just before half-time. So Hitchin... You talked about getting through to half time after that missed penalty and how they got away with one. They weren't able to this time. That'll be a, a real hammer blow for Mark Burke's side now. They've been backs against the wall for most of this first half as the ball goes behind for another throw in. And Andy Peaks will feel that's a deserved goal for his team. So, Tamworth go again. Two minutes added on. And Canaries will have to pick themselves up and go again. Three goals this season for Creaney alone against Hitchin, and it should be five with those two penalties. Wilkinson then clearing away. Edie sprinting forward to take him. Curly just heads it down and plays it off the nose of Lane. Edie who just fixes himself up, runs back, checks for blood, and he's all okay to continue. Townworth will just slow down. They're going to take things through to half time if they can at one 0 if not more. Curly with the throw in then. Down the right-hand side, Edie was just down and out and he had won the foul. Creaney not happy still. Kai Till just telling him what he thinks of it. There's plenty of chat out there, I think, between Creaney and some of the hitching defenders.
1: Yeah, he's not uh, not afraid to put himself about. and uh, mm. I think Kai maybe just had a little kick out of him there, but <laughs> got to stop him somehow.
0: Yeah, and they found a way to do They Got inside his head for the penalty, but... It was his head that has given Tamworth the 1-0 lead here uh, at top field on the stroke of half-time. Here's Horlock then, up and over the top, down the left. Looking for Gouvet out. are going to have to rethink their strategy perhaps a little bit in the second half of how they're going to find a way back into this game. It's all Tamworth still. Cody cot trying to clear to Wilkinson. And now Hay trying to play his way through and Tamworth can clear. Barker heading away. Up towards Idiokoa, nodding the ball down. And Wilkinson's in there as well. Played across to Callum Cockerel mollett Should be that for the end of the first half. It turns have added time. Wilkinson's in there. And now Guilherme can have a run up and over the halfway line. He's just gone too close to Dolman, who's able to take the ball away. Is cleared. Wilkinson was able to block it from going any further. And that will be the last action of the first half. That Tamworth just about have the lead. They've been knocking on the door for... 45 plus 2 minutes, and even when Dan Creaney blasted that over the bar, you just couldn't keep him out of the game, and he was able to head home two minutes later. Mark Burke, he must be annoyed with that, because one way or another, Townworth should have had that lead, and they did in the end, going into half-time.
1: Uh, Burke, heading towards the officials. I don't know what he's...
0: Yeah, I think Charlie, Charlie Horlock wasn't happy about the, the goal that was scored. I mean, there's no reason to argue about the penalty, because, of course, that wasn't converted but Mark Burke has got a grumpy look in his face as he makes his way down into the tunnel. He'd have felt hard done by the, offici- done by the officiating of it in the reverse fixture and he does again here. Andy Peaks with a more circumspect look in his face as he makes his way down the tunnel uh, as the referees will then pick out the 50-50 ticket and they'll go down at, at 1-0 to Tamworth, Steve. And Hitch is going to be gutted by how that first half ended, it's safe to say.
1: Yeah, definitely. As I said, when the penalty was missed, it was it was kind of crucial, them next kind of minute or two, to kind of see the half out. But unfortunately, uh, another set play. Uh, they've had countless of uh, corners throughout the half, and we've dealt with it reasonably well, but uh, maybe switched off, uh, as I say, from here. I don't know if Chaz was being held or not, but uh, he scored from two yards out. So, he w- uh, Brookie will be disappointed, as I say. Especially after the penalty missed to concede like two minutes later. But I think the boys and the coaching staff will have to work out something uh, in the second half because we've got to go chase the game now. And Mm -hmm. I think the quality on the turnover possession needs to be better. Uh, We can't just keep continuing to kind of clear it. And uh, we've got to be a a very brave second half against a strong opposition, which is. Which is going to be tough?
0: Yeah, it's hard to see which area of the game Hitchin can gamble on. You know, the wing backs have, have been so good getting forward this season, but you can't leave the likes of McKeown and Fairlamb and Jealous as well to get in behind. The midfield have been scrapping to win the ball. You can't, you know, you can't throw one of them out uh, up front or further up the field. A lot of the time, Idrako is so crucial in those turnovers, picking up the ball and looking to move it forward, but. He's just been marked out of the game, really, by Benjamin Mills. I mean, you've got the likes of Cooley, Sneelis, Josh Allen and Devine. I mean, forwards, essentially, on the bench. So, he can't complain that he's short of options, Mark Burke.
1: No, definitely. I think as as the half progresses, as I say, I think we'll probably hope to stay in the game as long as possible. And then, hopefully, then subs coming on will have an impact on on the game going forward. But, I'd say, we, we have to kind of try something different, but as you said, maybe going forward we'll, it'll be pretty similar for the first 20 minutes, half an hour and then going into them closing stages a bit like money, and hopefully we can uh, mm. get a goal back.
0: Make a game of it for as long as possible. So as you say, two Pro Direct Academy graduates in the side uh, for Hitchin town today. Steve, last season you took over as the uh, manager of the centre manager at the Pro Direct Academy uh, in Hitchin. How have you found your time there? I know you've been, you've been enjoying it so far.
1: Yeah, it's been excellent, as I say, uh, this year. Uh, it has been really good in the role that I've taken up but uh, the boys in in the academy have been excellent the likes of Jonesy, uh, Josh Mollison uh, Chaz who was with us who unfortunately has left now mm. uh, have been excellent with helping out it's, it's very much a team, team effort there and I think the group of boys that we have uh this year, I've I've progressed nicely throughout the season. Mm.
0: You got James Campbell playing for you
2: down yeah. there. Yeah, he used James. To ru- yeah,
0: he used to run rings around me in the five-a-side yeah. in the gym at our school. So it's good to see he's yeah. still going well, uh, doing well. So is it two different age groups, um, or how how do you you know? Because a lot of players down there, and it's um, sort of the the sick form age uh, yeah, most yeah. of the players. So how does that all
1: work? Uh, no, the it's not it's no really age group. Uh, we split them into kind of uh, in, into teams and groups uh, based on ability. Sometimes it's three groups, sometimes it's two, but it, it's it's based on ability at times, uh, and uh, yeah, as I say, they've progressed really well. I think since the turn of Christmas, they've been they've been absolutely excellent. and uh, it's shown in the performances and results. Of
0: course, a big part of it as well is the education side. If you've been down to to the arena, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll see those those classrooms. What sort of stuff happens off
1: the pitch? Yeah, uh, uh, as you say, the classrooms are all on site at the arena, so uh they'll be splitting the classes uh a group before uh training and uh there'll be a class after training as well so we're, we're massively key on them uh it's not just about football it's about their education as well and i think we had a game this week where uh, some boys didn't have to walk in on the on the monday and had to miss training mm. and uh, then had to miss the game on wednesday as well so we are quite strict on them that it's not all about the football that they have to be performing in the classroom as well so uh Although tough, but the boys uh, normally do get the the walk in. But if they don't, they they will miss games and they will miss training. Is that something you've sort of looked at early in your career? Of course, you'd have
0: you know you've done it at the professional level. You've seen players coming through academies and. Course, it is a, a a cruel story when you can get dumped out of them, and, and you can end up in a situation where actually, if, if you don't go down the footballing route, you've you know you've sort of got nothing else under your belt as, as a career to go into. Is that why you are so keen on the education yeah, side?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. As I say, th- it's a small percentage of people that can make it as a professional footballer. I think I'm, I'm a prime example. There, I, I, I kind of tossed off school a little bit mm. to, to fully focus on it, and then coming towards the end of my career it was like what next because I had no I had no qualifications I had no kind of education coming out out, so I I put everything into football and as I say if you can learn from my experience if I could go back and kind of put as much effort into into school as well I I definitely would so uh, we definitely were big on that we want we want them to enjoy the football but we want them to be as equally as good in the classroom as well.
0: Of course, Mark Burke is one who's known for developing youth players, giving them a chance uh, in the first team. Of course, when pre-season rolls around this summer, are there going to be a few players you think will be given opportunities?
1: Uh, It's tough to say at the moment. There's one or two playing at kind of step four, step five level. Uh, uh, It it will be a hard one because, as I say, it it is a big step up from where they are at the moment. Mm. But It's a bit too too early to tell with the group at the moment, but there's definitely talented boys there but they, they need to learn about playing men's football and I think that's the kind of balance we have at good at the arena we have connections with other teams that mm. we can send them out if we think they are ready and not quite ready for hitching at the moment and uh, I think it's all about just learning men's football at the moment and hopefully over the next two or three years we will see a group come through that hopefully can help uh, the first team out there has
0: been some talk uh, about an under 21 side or an under 23 side um, at Hitchin Town, mainly to bridge the gap between sort of under 18s and senior football. But at the moment, is you know, you talk about the loan spells, is that sort of the more productive option?
1: Yeah, I think so at the moment. I think the boys that are kind of ready for men's football but not ready for kind of Hitchin, uh, I think it's better off playing men's football. They're out, they're getting experience, they're playing against old, older men, uh, as I say, men's football. So I think definitely that is the path uh, we've taken at the moment uh, but in the future it might be something to look at but at the moment especially with the players we think are ready I think it, it is better for them at the moment to go out and play men's football.
0: So wins against good Manchester Rovers, MK Irish and uh, Bugbrick St. Michael's on penalties uh, before he lost to Chesterfield in that FA Youth Cup run and you seem to really enjoy that. It must have been, was it a nice sort of break from the usual academy stuff as well And you've got this sort of national competition to take part in?
1: Yeah, I think it was, especially it was so early on in the season as well. I think it was great for the boys as well to get a bit of momentum and get a bit of coverage behind the kind of run as well. Mm. And like I said to you the other night, I think it's, sometimes for many, many footballers it's, it's the memories you take away with it and I think the four games uh, hopefully that that group will, uh, will will stay with them forever, I think they performed really well, uh, just came up against better opposition in Chesterfield
0: We did have players coming in from other academies, uh, the central London one, is that something that we we had to do just because players just starting new terms, new players coming in or is that something next season actually will be will have enough players to be able to feature as a, a whole Pro Direct Academy Hitching team
1: yeah, I think it's something to look at next year, uh, maybe it will, it could be all pro direct hitching, but as I say, uh, the Central London boys were excellent uh, yeah. We're helping us out with players, and uh, I, say, I I think this season, especially with the amount of new uh, boys that we had come in, we just didn't know the kind of level they were at at, at the time, and hopefully now working a year with some of, some of the new boys, it, it hopefully will be all hitching this time, but i say they've been excellent with helping out with players.
0: How have you found working? I know with Michael Jones and, and Josh Mollison will be we'll be listening in, so you'll have to watch what you say <laughs> or just say whatever you like, but how have you found found working with them? What different roles do you take within the academy specifically?
1: No, I, as I say, Jonesy is uh, excellent. He, he does a lot of the work there. He does, as I say, a, a ridiculous amount of work, and mm. he helps out everyone uh uh, me and Josh obviously help out as well as much as we can, but it, it is a massive team effort. Obviously, we've we've lost Chaz, who's gone on to something different, but Chaz was a massive part of it as well. But it, as I say, it's a massive team effort uh, when we're all in there uh, helping out as much as we can. But uh, as I say, yeah, it's 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 good, an excellent group to be a part of, and I've I've enjoyed my time so much mm. there since I've gone in.
0: Is that something as well that will you know sort of help you to? To keep on playing with Hitchin for the time being as well, I think hey, I've got this tied downer, You know, I want to keep going here. I want to keep going on both fronts as player and coach, but also long term. You know, this is something you can look to do.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, coming in uh, last year, obviously it was just the football side of it, and like I said, Boki was excellent with me and managed to get me me involved on a day to day basis. And I think maybe without that, I don't I don't know if it would be different, but it's definitely helped. Uh, kind of being in five days a week with the boys and it's it's probably the best thing coming away from professional football that's kind of uh, landed at my feet so it's been excellent to kind of go into that side as well as the football and it's it's definitely keeping me motivated Mm. to do both as long as possible
0: must have be must be nice as well of your injury as well for you to for you to keep going that off the pitch
1: yeah definitely as i say obviously when i can't be out on the pitch although frustrating it, it, it's good to still be in and kind of walk with the boys on a day-to-day basis as well and kind of help them progress in, in, into some whatever career they may have and kind of be a small little part of that
0: yeah you must be proud you know to see the likes of harry dollamore going out alone do you point and sort of use the likes of Georgiou as uh, as an example as well of showing you know you can get through to the first team and i'm sure mark burke will be keen to stress that to the players as well that the windows are there
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't think we kind of have to point it out. The proof is in the pudding. Mm. Uh, Stan, who played so many games last year, has been consistently involved in the squad, and and Kai over a number of years who have been involved. So although we mention it and show that the pathway is there, it's not something that we have to kind of put out, like constantly put out there, because as I say, the proof is in the pudding there that the opportunities will come if you are good enough.
0: A lot of clubs, sort of at this level now, will partner with education programmes. That's you know something we're going to see more and more of, as opposed to their sort of usual academy that we'd all know.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, I think we spoke about it. It's such a small number, of percentage of, of boys that will get professional contracts from these academies. And as I say, it's the closest thing to an mm. academy away from, away from it. So, as I say, I think more and more the the these uh, programmes will get more and more better players come into it just because i say the money involved in football at the moment i don't think there's a lot of academy boys coming through mm. at these big clubs so it's definitely something that i think will improve over over the next few years
0: here come the teams then and yeah always keep an eye out if you are listening in the pro direct academy is something you'd be interested in There are always open trial dates uh, around so do uh, get in touch and get involved in those uh, if that is something you are interested in what sort of ages are we talking uh, just to give this more of a plug
1: uh, you're looking at kind of 16 to 17, yeah 16 to 18 ranging in there but as I say uh, all, our, all our stuff will be on our social media coming up uh, and uh, trial dates and etc coming uh, into the summer months.
0: So the two teams back out there then, Hitchin just having a look at their side now warming up, look to be unchanged uh, as do the Lambs who have been kept quiet enough by Hitchin but Found a way through, not from the penalty spot from Creaney, but the same man was involved just a, uh, just a minute later. That's all it was uh, to head the ball home. Hitchin have been under the cosh; and they've barely been able to break out their own half a lot of the time, unless it's through the exploits of someone like uh, Diogo Gouveia. Tamworth, I think uh, you'd think with them, it's all about just going for the second goal, going for the kill now, and and you know stamping their authority on the game after half time.
1: Yeah, I think if they look at, especially their previous results over the last kind of three or four weeks, uh, they will want that second goal quickly because they know that we can stay in a game and hopefully nick again a, a goal the other end. But yeah, I think Tamworth will be pretty similar uh, going into the second half. So Hitchin winless
0: in their last six league games. They've drawn their last four home games at top field though, and that would be an ideal result now. Uh, but they take on a team that's won more away games than any other side. In the league. Tamworth with Leyston winning as well. Need to win here today. To uh, maintain that seven point lead. At the top of the table. With Leyston having two games in hand. and As they look to aim for automatic uh, promotion. And they've. Uh, a little scared. Of that 3-0 defeat to Starbridge, The draw as well. Uh, with Kings Langley. Which was a bit of a surprise result. But they've recovered from that nicely. Of a couple of wins. They've still got that. Game against Nuneaton Borough that could be important to play. when that is rearranged in whatever circumstances. Tamworth, were 2-0 up in that game. Now Hay then. It's Hitchin look to attack straight away in the second half as we get back underway. Uh, Cody got Stevens wide to Bell. Idiochua in there as well. Bell trying to go all himself up the right-hand side. And now Tamworth slip it forward again. Teal comes across and he's taken a big chunk out of jealousy. He was going for the ball there, Kai Teal. But the yellow card was always going to be in the offing there.
1: Yeah, just misread the through ball a little bit and Tamworth player just nicked in front of it. I think it was a genuine attempt. I think yep. it would just be a bucking.
0: Just, yeah, it just wasn't anywhere near him in the end, Kiteel, but you could see he was going for the ball that was in there on uh, Luke Fairland. He played college football in New Jersey over in the States before signing for Bedford Town and Rushton and Diamonds. Uh, very experienced at this level, Stratford and St Ives as well. Now links up with former Rushton boss Andy Peaks uh, at Tamworth. A number of former Rushton players in this team. Ty Deacon, and Liam Dolman uh, amongst them. So the free kick will be taken then by Ben Mills. Inside the hitch in half. Dolman is out unmarked really on the left hand side. As he just strolls across on the edge of the box. Floated in by Mills in towards the back post. And it will go all the way through and out for... Uh, a hitching goal kick so it's all about how hitch and respond now but they will still have to stick to this defensive game plan as you suggested and try and just keep the game tight for as long as they can
1: yeah definitely I don't think much will change the first 20-25 minutes of this half Uh, I think it'll be pretty similar to the first half and hopefully we can nick something on on the counter attack but yeah I think at the moment it's definitely safe to kind of the last quarter of the game and hopefully do something then
0: all look up and over the top. Hay looking to head away, and now Bell was under there. Fairlim again heads the ball through, and Edie's out jumped. He wins the second header up towards Guvayer. Teal now straight out for a throw-in. So Hitchin, a reminder of some of the changes today: Toby Sym suspended, Kieran Jones injured, and Jack Morell suffering a condition a concussion sorry and then went over Chesson I mean there is a back three right there you know three of your best defenders out injured and you're playing top of the league you can't get much more unfortunate I mean of course you say the suspension could have been avoided but the other two it's it's always going to be a hard task for Hitchin today
1: yeah definitely as I say any one of them three could easily walk into the team and have been playing regularly so it is unfortunate but as I say it's next man up and in fairness I think the back three on the whole have actually done okay
0: Mm. yeah the defeat as of yet does not stand on their shoulders as Bell clears away simply being that one set piece they managed to work their way through and Hitchin have just struggled to to get out through the midfield as well whenever they can attack as you say just clearing a little bit long and not really trying to play their football but Tamworth have subdued them nicely so far Hitchin almost hyper-focused on Now they're going to defend some of these set pieces and keep the wingers and Dan Creaney quiet. There's just frets all over in this team and when they come off the bench as well, the same will apply. Long throw in then by the Tamworth man, headed down by Barker. And now Idi can break, tries to shift the ball out wide. Challenge there by Matthias Curley. It's a poor ball back to Bell and again it's given away. Dolman just pops the ball over the top and then it's headed behind the Canaries have just looked a little bit slow sometimes in possession as well, which is why they've been caught out.
1: Yeah, I think it's a credit to Tamworth as well. that it, The minute they lose the ball, they, they press in packs as well, I'm not giving any of our boys uh, time on the ball. But I say it's going to take a little bit of composure maybe from midfielders as well. And uh, our back three maybe a bit, being a bit braver in uh, possession to kind of, to get us uh, in possession more.
0: Georgie heading forward again. Edie has just struggled a little bit here as lost possession again. Jealous. He started out in the academy at Stevenage before being released. Turns and a nice bit of skill. Chip through to McKeown. is another player who's played locally before making the move to the Midlands. Played for the lights of Welling Garden City. And then Braintree Town at step two before uh, joining the Lambs. A couple of hat tricks for him this season. And they have goal options all over the pitch. Do uh, Tamworth, you lead here by nil. the Dan Creaney header in the 44th minute. Hitching after, that penalty was blazed over the bar by Creaney, just switched off and the top scorer was able to nod it home from the corner. Again, Idioko was long, but Hay was too far out on the left-hand side to get there. Taken down, a flick through by Creaney, couldn't quite link up with Fairland, but the idea was certainly there. So maybe a question of fitness on the bench, Steve, with uh, Corley and Sneal, as you mentioned, the ankle injury and George Devine coming back from a long-term injury as well. They're perhaps not all 100% to come on.
1: Uh, no, I don't think it's probably the fittest bench that we have in terms of injuries all coming back from Niggles and obviously Steve's first game on Tuesday as well. Uh, but they all have quality that hopefully they can impact, have, make an impact on the game uh, in the closing stages.
0: Jas Singh picking up possession now, 50 minutes gone, Hitchin nil, uh, Tamworth one. The one-all draw here last season, James Hurst scored later on after Hutchinson put the Canaries in front 10 minutes into the second half. And the reverse fixture, a hard-fought nil-nil draw at the Lamb last year. Hitchin's last win against Tamworth coming four games ago in August uh, 2019 in the hands of Jazz Singh who's not really had a save to make I don't think so far
1: no although we've had two uh, decent chances uh, we haven't tested the keeper at all today so hopefully we can do that in the second half but I'd say quite afternoon so far from
0: nodded down into Idiokoa plays it into Coldycutt-Stevens finding Wilkinson that's better and now Idiokoa turning onto his right foot again and we'll find Lewis Barker again pumps the ball forward straight away but he's picked out a beautiful switch to Guveo just needed to get that out from his feet early on and sometimes you can see if Diogo he knows exactly what he's going to do before he gets possession and other times he can just stall on the ball a bit too long.
1: Yeah as, as I said before he's the he's the player that we kind of have to give that freedom to go express himself because we know he's a match winner but although it can be frustrating at times uh, when he loses the ball uh, he's in the team to do mm-hmm. a specific job and I say hopefully we can get more on the ball in this in this second half, where you can show them uh, glimpses of, of brilliance.
0: Man City won two 0 against Newcastle in the Premier League. Bournemouth uh, lead Arsenal still after scoring in the first 11 seconds in that game. Villa won Palace nil. Brighton won West Ham nil. Goalless, uh, two nil sorry to Brighton now. Wolves nil. Tottenham nil. Chelsea have a lead uh, against Leeds United. Finley Wilkinson's family derby that one. Him and his dad. Chelsea and in Leeds. Into Meekle now. Rolls the ball through. It's poor here from looking through. And I think the frustrating thing for Hitchin as well is I don't think Tamworth have looked at their best today for large spells of that first half. And they just have a lead in this game and they are going to be so difficult to break down. But in the last week, we you know, taken on a Chesnut side and a Leyston team, they've been off the boil. And this has not been Tamworth's strongest display by any means.
1: No, I think that's credit to the boys as well. How, how they performed in that first half. Uh, I thought they defended excellently. Uh, just maybe switched off for the penalty just tracking runners and then I'd say unfortunately we conceded right on half time but I think we have frustrated him the majority of the game.
0: Curly now then, he's got uh, Jealous on the edge of the box for the long throw and he's still uh, booked. Teal, on Wilkinson all in the uh, referee's notepad as again Hall to try and punch away and he does but it will fall for Creaney, who chips the ball forward again and must have been an attempted cross because Georgie will run onto it and drill the ball down the right hand side again it's just not linked up with Wilkinson and one back nicely by a Tamworth man who just chips the ball through Georgiou heads away now Wilkinson into Widiakoa now Cody got Stevens coming forward and he's just going to see the ball behind here is uh, Luke Fairlum for another Tamworth throw and whenever Hitchin do allow Tamworth possession in these kind of areas they've got to push up and try and box them in and keep the ball up high
1: yeah, definitely as the, as the game progresses we, we will have to commit uh, more bodies forward and I say uh, in these areas hopefully we can nick nick possession and squeeze the pitch a, l- a little bit higher.
0: Cocker on then, throwing down the left-hand side. Wilkinson and Creaney do, well I was going to say do battle, there wasn't really much there because Creaney just nodded it down but Guevara will come away from it. Edie was making the run down the left and... Juvea goes back into Teal, is all the way back into Horlock, so not quite what we envisaged there. But Hitchin do keep possession. Horlock now risky ball into Georgiou, Creaney's hot on his tails and Georgiou's done really well, but he's nearly given it away and now Teal can smash away a clearance. Bell's going to sprint after it down the right-hand side, up against Cockerell Mollet. And Cockerell Mollet just sees the ball behind, takes a tumble as well, but... I mean that's that's a sign of the sort of work ethic this Hitchin team have got that is that is brilliant from him, even if he couldn't quite get there in the end.
1: No excellent work right Brad Uh, I think just taking a little bit more risk at the back for nearly getting caught out so uh, it's a fine line at the moment as I say we we want more possession of the ball but they are a good side and, and the press is quite good so it's a bit risk and reward at the moment. Wolf Church 1 Kings Langley 1, well, starting to make a few in rows up
0: the table, our Kings Langley, hitching on Boxing Day, the Canaries have to go there uh, on Easter Monday uh, later this season, goal kick for Singh who's just taking his time a little bit here, settling things down for Tamworth in front of that packed Fishponds Road terrace, up and over the top now, Creaney trying to flick it on and now headed forward again, but Georgie will Clear the ball away. Over the head of Mikul. And now Hey just judging that bouncing ball. Lydia Coa comes in as well. Headed forward again by Curley. Coldycott Stevens trying to win it back. And Tamworth just able to get out of these areas so well. It's chipped down the left hand side. And that's been the difference. As you say, talking about the turnover in possession, Hitchin seemed to give it away easily. And Tamworth, even when they look like they're under pressure, are just able to work their way out from the back.
1: No, like say, experienced team, even when we do like we look like we have half a chance of going and pressing the, the very calm and composed in possession. So, yeah, it, we always knew this would be a tough game today and it, it's proven out to be that. Idiokoa turning away from Jellys It looked like he may
0: have been fouled there. And now Hay bringing the ball down nicely in front of our commentary box. He's got Idiokoa coming forward. Idiokoa pushed down. Referee says no. Hay now taking on the striker. And nice back heel from Bell into Idiokoa. Still Hayes up there. And Gouvert as well. Idioko's going to make his way to the touchline. He tries to work across. Still Idiokoa. Three men in and around him. He's just trying to get the ball behind for a corner. Oh, he's gone for a goal kick. He won't be happy of that. But great endeavour there by Daniel Idiokoa.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's the dam we've, we've seen over the last couple of months. And hasn't happened in this game. But excellent getting to the boy line. Just unluckily not being able to get the cross into the box. But again, Tamworth defending really well. So Tamworth still lead
0: here at top field. After 57 minutes, the goal by Dan Creaney uh, on the stroke of half-time. For Hitchner just gradually progressing into this second half. Tamworth haven't had many clear-cut opportunities. Bournemouth now lead Arsenal by two goals to nil. I am going to have to hide in the pub later. Especially after doing the preview and basically saying Arsenal can make a load of changes, turn them over and rest up for the Europa League. That is not looking good so far including the fact in my preview that Erling Haaland has scored more <laughs> goals this season than Bournemouth have but they've got two now Esse getting their second who's your team gleese uh, man united man united yeah, okay since,
1: since since yeah 8 or 9 i know you're a, you're a Roy Keane fan and yeah uh, for, yeah he was uh, although a roy keane i would fan. never
0: tell on the pitch gleese that you <laughs> might
1: have that sort of inspiration <laughs> although uh, he was my like, i'd say idol grown up but i, I I did love how Steven Gerrard played, and I always wanted to be that type of player. Okay. Even though he played for Liverpool, but Mm. yeah, Roy Keane, obviously Irish legend and Man United legend as well. So. uh,
0: You have hit a couple of thunderbolts in your career, Gerrard. It's not for hitching yet though, but it's coming. Hopefully, by the time I hang the boots up, (laughs) I get at least one. We're always waiting. When you are in and around the, on the edge of the box, they'll always be calling for you to shoot a little bit more on HTFC Radio. As Fairleaf comes down taking on Bell. He just lays the ball off of the cross from Cockerill Mollet. It's a low one and Barker clears away. up towards Guvayat. Headed forward now by a Tamworth man. And played forward now by Jellis. Out behind for a, by a hitching man. Yeah, Arsenal trailing by two goals to nil. City won earlier as well, which makes things... Even worse for the Gunners, but they do have a five-point lead coming into this game. But it'll be a, a shock result. One of the shock results of the season, essentially, as it's flicked forward now. Taken down by a uh, uh, Tamworth man. The shot comes in left-footed. Idiokoa still scrapping for it. It's worked out wide to Fairland by Milns. Fairland gets the cross in. Again, it's just over hit. McKeon no, though, will pick up possession. Out wide again to Matt Curley. Going past Diogo Gouveia. And into... Uh, Lyndon Michael, who signed on loan until the end of the season recently. Tell him we're struggling for, with injuries and fitness in midfield. He's an experienced player. Played with Matt Curley and Ben Mills when he was at Buxton uh, last season as well. Now comes back to the land for a second spell. Here comes Steve Cawley then. Uh, just to add something new up front for the Canaries. and I think he's going to replace uh, Finlay Wilkinson, who uh, came in for Cawley uh, today and wilkinson he's just not really been able to get into the game as he did off the bench on tuesday night
1: no as i said for our attacking players it's it's been tough Uh, to be honest it could have been any any of the front three that came off, but we kind of had to change it up and do something different and uh i said it's been tough for our attacking players today to kind of have an effect on the game Shout out to Michael Jones' dad,
0: who's listening in. Said unlucky penalty for Tamworth. Draw would be good now after that goal. Win even better. Thanks for the commentary. A pleasure. And Marek before that goal said Hannibal Lecter. Half silence of the Lambs. Well, it was for a while. But they were able to get their lead through Dan Creaney. Here's Lane Eadie then. Turns nicely past Jamie Jealous. And finds Idiokawa who can turn out of any sort of situation. He's then brought down by Meikle. And this one... The Hitchin coach is not pleased with and I think he's going to be in the book surely with this referee as well. You'd think that was a cynical foul from Meikle. And we will wait and see but I think the referee might just let him get away with it. I've got a feeling here. It. Be, su- be a surprise considering what he what he's yellow carded uh, yeah. in the
1: first half. It is very surprising that he hasn't booked him there. Especially how card happy he was in the first five minutes but... Gouvet now up and over the top.
0: And it's going to find Hay. It's flicked backwards by a, a Tamworth man. And it should be behind for a corner. It is. And this is a good opportunity for now for Hitchin. And as we hit the hour mark, I think the Hitchin fans just starting to take a little more encouragement out of this game. Gouvet is going to go over and take it. The needs, really needs to get the delivery right. All of Tamworth's set pieces have been in the right areas. The so Corley and Bella in the six yard box. Everyone else is in and around the edge uh, of the penalty area. Guvea then standing over the ball. Still hitch and trail by just the one. Guvea just floats this one up towards the back post. Stan Georgia was there. It's flicked over his head. Caldicott Stevens now. Can hitch and work another cross. Still Caldicott Stevens. Got a runner down the left hand side. Goes back into Kai Teal. Hitching, keep everyone forward. And Teals hit a good ball into the box. Singh comes and claims it under pressure from Barker. Singh going down. Creaney's now arguing that they should have had a free kick there on Singh. There wasn't much there no, from Barker, I don't think. All. And Singh down. He's an experienced campaigner. And he, he knows what he's doing. He's not asking for the physio to come on as well. And he's just going to buy Tamworth a bit of time now. But Barker just stood his ground, in all honesty. Yeah,
1: we had the perfect angle here. There was nothing in it at all. but I say, they're, they're at the top for a reason. They know how to kind of play the game as well. They're just killing the game a little bit. But, yeah, absolutely nothing in it. Bromsgrove 2,
0: Ilkeston 3. Ilkeston really making their way up the table. And Colville, the form team, unbeaten run of 11 games now. If This result stands. They lead by two goals to nil against uh, Bedford Town. Singh then who's still got a little bit of an injured look in his face that he's putting on as he clears long over the top through the middle. Barker and Creaney wrestling for possession it'll fall inadvertently now for McKeon to get a long shot away and it's cracked wide of the mark I think Horlock must have, must have dived down and saved that but it was flying.
1: Yeah great save from Chaz there again picking up second balls from uh, centre forward competing and uh, 25 yards out great shot but equally good save for Chaz.
0: Arsenal have a goal back. Royston lead Hensford. Uh, elsewhere in the Southern League uh, Central. Thank goodness for that. Let's see what more the Gunners can do for the rest of that game. Hopefully, not a lot. <laughs> Tell you what, if we lose that and Arsenal Women lose the Conti Cup final tomorrow, it will not be a good weekend. Here comes the corner. It's headed down again. It's right in the danger area. And Hay, prodding the ball behind. Thomas Party's got the goal assisted by Smith Rowe. So there you go. And now the referee. It's Lewis Barker who's down lying in the box. Give me mean, a game that's defined by set pieces. This one, where it's the penalty missed, the header from Creaney that's given Tamworth the lead. Now the stoppage here, Barker down. The referee just telling the Tamworth players to just hang back with their protest. Charlie Hall, look though, I bet I bet he's so nice to the refs, is he, Charlie Hall? Like I can't imagine him having a go at someone.
1: I don't think I've ever seen Chaz being mean to anyone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I bet he's like like the rugby players are, <laughs> the, the referees, but he wasn't happy there, and he wasn't happy for the goal as well. Throw in now then for Curly again. Midway inside the Hitchin half, into the box, looking for Creaney, who heads it down. A lot of these just haven't quite come off for Dan Creaney, these flick-ons, and again it's behind for a and goal kick. 65 gone, Hitchin Town nil. Tamworth 1, as Tamworth look for Automatic promotion back up to the National League North and they have a a slender lead at top field but Hitchin just haven't seemed to challenge it enough throughout this game. The plan will just be to keep it at 1-0 but they're not going to help themselves there as has played an awful pass back across Fairland. It was blocked by Barker and then the shot is up and over the crossbar by McKeown. Creaney is pleading for a deflection perhaps just to spare McKeown's blushes but that's just a bad bit of football all round there.
1: Yeah... Square pass from Kai getting intercepted. No, I actually don't know how he's missed from a locked two or three yards out, but great bodies on the line as well. LB, great box, so just another warning sign that... Yeah, An- another day,
0: Tamworth could have quite a few here, yeah. but McKeon had to bury that for 14 goals this season. You would really have put your house in him to mm-hmm. score, but yeah, Teal and Lane Edie can have a bit of a chat here. and So do not do that again. Don't pass back across goal. And Tamworth
1: nearly in behind. It was... I think it goes back to that risk and reward. You want more possession of the ball. You want to kind of track play out from the back. And stuff like that can happen uh, the more risks you take. But I say it's, it's a let-off. And hopefully we can take advantage of it. Barker
0: forward. Now Idiokoa nodding the ball down up against Je- Jealous. Turns past him. He's got Edie racing down the ri- uh, the left. He's got Bell down the right. He's got Hay in the middle on the ball. Back into Barker. Hitchin aren't afraid to use their defense if they can just to keep possession. They do now. Barker with the tape around his shin pads trying to work his way through past Jealous and perhaps he's not quite got the Gouvet skills to be able to do that as Fairlam makes his way down the left Coddicott-Stevens can't do anything about him neither can Bell, played back out wide again and for a Tamworth throw in according to the referee and there's just been a few more opportunities where Hitchin have been able to get out of their own half and they've not been able to keep possession I don't think Corley's at a touch yet The throw in again will be taken by Curley, You must get a lot of running done to be fair, going from either flank for when the throw to be taken. The right back.
1: His arms have be sore in the <laughs> next <day as> well. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's a throw in after throw in, winding these ones up. Royston double the lead against struggling Hensford, who hitch and take on two weeks today. will hopefully be live on HDFC radio as well. Until then, they have no league action to the Canary. Still the Hart Senior Cup final to look forward to. As Bell overhits this clearance, Corley will. But a half-hearted chase in the direction of Jazz Singh. Rushton one. Mickle over three now. At Hayden Road. Rushton look destined for the drop, unfortunately, for them. were not far behind as well as Singh goes long over the top. Flicked on well by Creaney. Just flung the leg out at that. And now Milnes can come forward. Wide to Cockrell Mollett. Up against... Uh, Bradley Bell finding Fairlam trying to make his way down the left hand side past Cody who just left a leg in there but Fairlam breezed past him cross comes in for Cockerill again Creaney was in there and Horlock who was able to punch away but they just keep on coming to Tamworth jealous now overlapping run from Matthias Curley Jealous to the outside side of his foot into Mills, chipping it over the top Jealous of an early ball back across Creaney's in there and Barker just shepherds the ball back to Haller. that's a really nice move again from Tamworth seen a couple of those
1: yeah excellent movement off the ball great ball through and to be fair I think he got the wrong side of LB but LB manages somehow to put him off before he can get his finish so Haller looking
0: to go long 22 minutes left still Tamworth's lead is only one should be more but Hitchin won't mind one bit. They just need to find a way back into this game. Barker into Georgiou. Not long over the top. Looking for Corley, And it's just nodded down easily enough. And again, Brad Bella just hung back to deal with that ball rather than being up to support Steve Cawley down the flank. Free header here for Georgiou forward. Looking for Hay. Meekul nodding it wide. Cockerel Mollet takes the ball out of the sky and hits it long. And Teal this time will just head back to Charlie Hall. Lock here. There's a reassuring presence, as always, behind those defenders. They know if they want to just nod it back to him. He's always quick of his line. He's always alert and reads the game well. And he throws the ball up wide now to Teal on the left side of the fence. He's a right-footed player as well, it's worth pointing out. So it's a difficult job for him this afternoon. I'm sure if you'd ask him, he'd still say his best position is in centre midfield as well. He's been used in all areas of the pitch by Mark Burke and can be difficult.
1: Yeah, I think it was always going to be a tough tough ask for him today, especially coming in on the left side. But he's shown throughout my time that I've been here that he's a very versatile player. And I think, on the whole, he's actually done OK. Mm. Edie with a very poor pass
0: back to Keitel. I'm not quite sure it's been his game today. It's been a, a difficult one, dealing with the likes of and It's Brighton have a free goal lead against West Ham United now in the Premier League. Keep your tweets and messages coming in at Freddie or on our... HTFC radio website if you'd like a shout out today. Another throw in for Tamworth. Referee just making sure it's taken in the correct position. So Tamworth he finished 10th last season with 54 points uh, flying this year. Top of the table since September and looking good so far for a return one way or another to the National League North. Worked out wide now again into McKeon. Making his way down the left-hand side. Bell just stands his ground. prods the ball behind for another Tamworth corner. Dan Creaney in there applauding. And then Barker starts applauding right next to him as well. And another corner for Tamworth. Arsenal 2, Bournemouth 2. They've got themselves out of a few tight situations this season of the Gunners. And they might well just be doing it again. Ben White off the bench to score. Still 1-0. The visitors lead here at top field though. And they've got another corner here. Benjamin Milnes uh, to take it. So Hitchin still lead after their Heart Senior Cup win as well in midweek. That 2-0 as it's flicked on by Dorman and over the top uh, of the crossbar. Hitchin lining up another substitute, uh, it looks like. It's going to be young Josh Allen then uh, to come on and another throw of the dice. Interesting to see who comes off, whether it's perhaps Ashley Hay or... Be brave to take Gouvea off because of the impact he can have as well, even if it's just working a shot on the edge of the box is Bradley Bell. So this could be a change of shape, perhaps. Alan, the striker on for Bell, and uh Ashley Hay is going to play right wing back, Steve Gleason.
1: Yeah, it looks that way. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like we're gonna be changing formation yet. Yeah, maybe Ash just playing
0: out on the roy. Right. Win those knockdowns on the far side and get forward a little bit more, but I mean, it's a gamble, because if he gets skinned by a Tamworth man, they go on and score, but... I mean, Kai Teal is someone you could play out there as well if you wanted to, to change that shape, but as you said, there aren't many options, so there's only so much the Canaries can do. Here's Idiokoa. Of course, important just to keep Hay on that pitch as well, the impact he can have. Here's Gouvet turning. Russell 2-9, Borough nil as well. So Tamworth, one of their rivals, of course. Are trailing by another playoff contender uh, in that game. Throw again for Curley. Tamworth are just slowing things down. Andy Peaks now having a chat with Matt Curley. Mark Burke directing traffic as well from the dugout. Throw in now from Curley down the right-hand side. Kai Teal finding Idiokoa, but again Tamworth are just a little bit quicker onto that ball. <laughs> now Guvea trying to turn up against... Meekle, and he gets past a couple more, Guvea, but it's just dispossessed as well. He only had Allen up there with him, and it's worked out nicely. goes tumbling down. The referee says play on because Corcoran Mollet can take it over the halfway line. Chipped over Hay now, who could have a long last 17 minutes at right wing back. Now Barker lunging to keep the ball, and he does. Finding Cooley, playing the ball down the side, and it's going to be a Tamworth throw, and I'm not sure the assistant knew, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I think a bit of guesswork there by the linesman, but... I don't know how it's right down the line.
0: Yeah, the front of him. I'm not going to say anything because I know I'm going to have to line him at my brother's game tomorrow. Probably have a shocker there and come back to bite me. Throwing down the left-hand side now. Up towards Luke Fairlamp. And hey, lunching him with a good block. What you ca- what you do know is about Ashley is he will put in a real shift there and try his best at least.
1: Yeah, I think well, Ashley could put him anywhere on the pitch and he, he'd always have that energy and walk rate. Right. Uh, I say, I think it's it's key that we kept him on. Uh, obviously, Brooklyn and the coaching staff don't want to change a uh, system. Mm. So, yeah, it, I think it, it could work him out here, bringing that energy up and down the wing. If Jack
0: Snealess is fit, though, do you bring him on against his old manager? Scored in the reverse fixture. Again, the corner comes in. Again, Creaney's there. And this time, there is a foul on Charlie Horlock. It was a fine goal that Snealess has scored to open his account for the Canaries as well. And that pulled it back to 2-1 uh, at the Lamb. Yeah, Dan Creaney. Next time Turnbuff win a penalty against Hitler, I'd love to see who takes it anyway after he chipped that one over the crossbar after Horlock saved it at the Lamb earlier this season. Horlock just getting in his head as well. I'd love to know what was said. I'm sure, Steve, perhaps just reminding him of what happened in the previous game as the foul
1: goes against Meekle here. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been very polite, whatever it was (laughs) from Chas. But he probably just reminded him of obviously the last time he took one and uh, definitely worked. Mm. Milne scored
0: a brace of penalties in his Boxing Day hat-trick, so maybe would have been in contention. So Interesting to see anyway, but Craney could have 32 league goals if both of them had went in, but he won't rue that too much come the end of the season. Sing then up and over the top. Straight through the middle, and straight to Charlie Horlock who gathers the ball, still has a statue. And will allow his side to come forward. Again, Creeny standing right next to him. Horlock long looking for Gouvaire. And again, it just falls for a Tamworth man. It's Milnes to clear. Now Kai Teal heading it back to Charlie Horlock. And it's nicely done again by the Canaries. Final 15 minutes at top field. Hitchin nil, Tamworth one. Teal again turns back into Horlock. I'm not quite sure Hitchin know what their strategy is here, Steve, whether they want to go along, whether they w- want to play it out, but whatever they're trying, it's, it's all coming straight back at them.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I knew that we'd have to change the way, obviously, we approach the game in the second half, but it's it's definitely in between at the moment. Uh, I think we want to play out from the back mm. and, and draw them onto us, but in fairness to Tom, with the press they're setting little traps across the pitch where one or two passes then and it's making us go long and I think when we are going long mm. uh, we're just not reading the second ball at the moment so like I said before it is that risk of reward of playing out from the back and, and uh, trying to get success in, in wide areas but it's just not happening for us at the moment Dolman, Willits and
0: uh, Curley is back there the tallest players on the pitch basically and if you move your tallest player hey, or the best jumper out to right wing back you, you simply can't pump it Long straight down the middle anyways. Barker tries to make his way forward. Hitchin appealing for a, a foul. And they'll get a throw in. 4-1 now. Mickle over. 2-1 at Kings Langley against Orvchurch. Both of those to- two sides trying to secure their step-free safety. Throw in now from Lewis Barker. Over the top. And it's flicked on. Taken down now nicely by Josh Allen. But he just couldn't get the pass off quick enough. And it's long over the top by Tamworth. For Creeny. Stays on side. Georgie challenging... The top scorer. And he's just flicked it down. There's a bit of telepathy, really. He gets the cross in. It's deflected behind. But I think Crean, he's really starting to show his quality. That even if it's not in front of goal, he's got all these little bits to his game as
1: well. Yeah, it's been interesting to watch him play. Obviously, playing against him the last time, you he, he, he obviously know he gets he gets his uh, fair amount of goals. But just his link-up play is, is actually really good and how he brings his teammates into play. But it, it is interesting to kind of see him from this... Uh, side of the pitch a little different
0: perspective in the commentary box but you're hoping to be out back there for that Luton town friendly in a couple of weeks as well my co- usual co-commentator as well back alongside me here on HGFC radio we will have coverage of that game from 6.45 p.m. on that uh, Monday wide by Michael acres of space here now for Mills to work in as he takes on Ashley Hay down Tamworth's left Mills will just lay it off a of Creaney. It's a deep cross swinging on his left foot and Horlock's done really well and he's just barged Willits out the way. The former All Church man signed earlier this season and Horlock will go long. Straight away looking for Guveo who would have done well to take that down but he didn't have any sort of idea of how he was going to do that and it's cleared away. Now back to Georgiou. Again hits it long. And there's a... The flank's gone up for something so it must have been a late contact with Stan Georgiou I can only imagine I was looking at the other end after that ball was cleared. Yeah I think as Stan uh, clears it he just gets caught by the time player
1: not too much in it.
0: So Till take the free kick then Charlie Horlock now going down not quite the time for that back injury but every single game <laughs> and now they, I guess they've seen it as a, a chance to get some tactical advice because there are some interesting changes that Hitchin have made out there and perhaps it's still not quite working but perhaps Mark Burke as well just reminding that his side are right in this game they just need that one chance
1: yeah as I say I think it's played out perfectly this second half of probably how we wanted it uh, with the squad we have out today with the injuries and suspensions we're still in the game with 10 is it 10 minutes ago 10-15 minutes ago yeah 11 to go yeah 11 minutes ago so I think now is the time that we can kind of we're going to have to take more risks in a, in a forward area and as I say we've steadened the game well this second half. That's the end of Dan Creaney's afternoon replaced with 11 minutes to go and replaced
0: by uh, Ty Deacon former Aylesbury United Aylesbury FC man as well who joined from Rushton and uh, Diamonds to follow Andy Peaks to the land, but is that a sign of confidence maybe by Andy Peaks or a, a tactical change to take his top scorer off? I mean, Deacon's a slightly different player. He'll try and run him behind a bit more, but I think he will applaud the travelling fans, but I'm not sure they're, they're maybe safe enough to do that yet. They
1: haven't made a change yet before that. No, I, I think it is a strange one because he was still being effective with his hold-up play and uh, winning his headers, bro. As I say, maybe looking for a, a different uh, vocal point up there. But, uh, yeah, we, as I say, this game isn't finished yet. Hall then looking to go long. Referee
0: blows his whistle into the final ten at top field then. So Hitchin of Allen. And Cooley off the bench. Tamworth have Deacon on as well. Guvea can't win the header. It's back over the top again. Dolman and Hay went up there to challenge him. So Teal's now been moved over to right wing back. Hitcheneva a back four, sorry, now as Georgiou strolls through the midfield. Chipped over the top. Too far for alan That's what that discussion over there would have been about. That makes more sense to me. You want your
1: joint top scorer up front. It's as simple as that. Yeah, obviously we had a, a discussion over the. On the far side with Chaz's back injury and obviously feel this is the best way to go forward, especially having Ash back up in uh, forward areas.
0: Throwing then for Curley deep into the Tamworth half on the right-hand side. We'll say as well, credit to the Tamworth fans. There have been extra stewarding and requirements called in, but no sign of any trouble so far. It's all been a good atmosphere uh, here at top field for this game as the league leaders come to Hertfordshire. Here's Lane Edy. was a bit of trouble in that Nuneaton game a few weeks ago where the Arsenal loan, he was targeted. A few things thrown onto the pitch, I think, at the end, which wasn't good to see in that one. Here's Edy then. He's trying to wind up a long throw in himself out of the Matt Curley text, I think he's going to go short though. Down the line looking for uh, Josh Allen in the 15 shirt. Back to Edy, and again it's just given away. Headed down now by Lewis Barker, who was just fouled there by. Uh, The substitute. Barker wants to get on with it quickly. He's going to find Colby-Cott-Stevens. Hitchin keep numbers forward. Rio de Silva, incidentally. Hitchin's other left wing-back choice. I think he's playing for uh, Stopfold today uh, in the Spartan South Midlands uh, Premier Division. They lead 2-0 against local rivals uh, Arsie Town uh, in that game. Uh, De Silva. uh, Not in the squad, actually, it turns out, in that one. He was listed to be, but... Not, in, not uh, playing in that side. Here's Cody cut stevens up and over the top. Looking for Hay. Now Cooley nodding it into Hay. Back up wide to Cooley. Cooley looking for the cross. Headed away. And now McKeown taking it down the right-hand side. Guveo goes over to challenge as well. As does Ida Yakoa. And it's well worked again by Mikio. and Back out to right-back. We'll ask you for your HSC Radio Man of the Match. Stephen, at a few moments' time. Interesting to see you choose, actually. Here's Teal. Chipping it over the top of Hay. And now Cawley and Dolman, two experienced campaigners do battle. Hanging out on the right wing. He's just put it straight to the feet of Meikle. To be fair to him, he's trying to wind up a cross. There was no one really who was going to get ahead on the end of it. So he had to think of something different. Now cleared away. Looking for the run of McKeon. Can tell have killed the game here. McKeon into the box. Shot past Charlie Hall. Looks far post and behind for a goal kick for Hitchin, so the Canaries stay alive but it just don't
1: really look like scoring at the moment unfortunately no, I'd say we've come up against a good side today we had uh, two half chances in the first half couldn't take them but I, th- I think they've, they've shown why the top of the table they're a really strong outfit but I say we're a bit disappointed that we haven't created more especially being at home but mm. I think it's it, it, i think we've competed well on the whole, just just hope like hoping we could have created a little bit more.
0: Yeah, Ash Hayes dad's listening in, said it's sad that the joint top is at the back, easy time for their defence and so that has been moved now of course. Hay is back out on the, the right wing. So Hitchin have gone to it's a four two four essentially with Idiako, Coldie Cut in the middle, Guevara on the left, Alan Cauley up front, the two substitutes and then Hay out on the right hand side will win those knockdowns but Maybe you want to change something around and get Hay in the middle if you're going to look to get those crosses in. Played through now and too close to Charlie Horlock. Jealous won't be able to get there. Six minutes to go then. Still Hitchin somehow are in this game and are just one goal away from taking a couple of points of Tamworth here as Hay trying to win the header. Too easy for Jealous to just flick the ball through and now Kai Til Horlock back there as well. And Teal will just play it back into him. Hitchin nil, Tamworth one. It remains... Uh, at top field. Back to Lewis Barker. Teal to his right. Barker goes long. too close to Dolman who oh, has yeah. done well there. He's just dropped his head. Let it go over him. And um, the high for Jazz Singh. Um, I mean Hitchin will take credit for the fact that Tamworth are just slowing things down here. They're content to take this 1-0 win back to the Midlands. Of course taking on a, a Hitch inside that had a couple of good results in League and Cup in the last few games. Long over the top now. It's just all about these points on the board at this point in the season. Mikio down the right-hand side. Jealous gets there. Crosses the ball in. Teal to be alert. And he is. Puts the ball behind. the fernham right behind him at the back post. He's behind for another Tamworth corner. It does feel like maybe this could be the opportunity for them to go and kill the game off now, Tamworth. They can get one of these chances off.
1: Yeah, like like you said, I think they've controlled the game quite well second half. Uh slowed it down when they needed to. Uh they've still created chances and uh I said I think they'd be more than happy
0: with how they've performed. Base would one, St Ives nil in Nottingham as well. Played back wide now to uh Fairland. Slipping the ball through so easily for Cockerel Mollet drills it across the face of goal and no one able to get on the end of it. Well Hitcham will hopefully have Jack Morell and Toby sign back for their next League game hopefully Kieran Jones as well if they can get him back alone from Brackley Town as Tamworth win another throw and it will be a different story in that one and they will have to take confidence away from this display whatever the final
1: score is. Yeah i you say we knew this month was going to be tough with the fixtures we had and I think the boys have performed well and especially with the, the injuries after Tuesday night and obviously the suspensions uh, I think the boys have actually competed really well with the top side in the league so it, it, as I say, if the result isn't going to be positive, I think I think they can take positive from the performance. Here is Fairland
0: jostling with Lewis Barker. He's won a goal kick and now Hitchin or will look to just get on with it here. Horlock sprinting across to the right-hand side of his six-yard box. Three minutes to go plus whatever the referee adds on. And still Hitchin believe. Horlock to take the goal kick. Forward into the middle, give a hey. Dolman's flicked it back towards his own goal. And Cooley will just have a run. And Singh has to put this ball behind it, bounces on top of this main stand and hit. can have a throw-in now for Kai Teal. So all of a sudden, to just that little mistake from Liam Dolman, he had to put it behind, the Canaries might just be able to create something here. Teal has to get this right. He's got a long throw-in in his armory. Wolves lead Tottenham by a goal to nil as well. Teal to take the throw-in. Still Arsenal draw as well, I must add. Here is Kai Teal up and into the box. Think for Hay, who took it down? Has he behind for a goal kick? Yeah, so the last touch coming off him, and that's a shame for Hitchin, just never quite fell for Ashley Hay there.
1: Let's get your man of the match, Steve. If you're ready to go, yeah. i was gonna say tough game. Uh, for the boys today who haven't created much but I think coming back into the team today and he hasn't started a lot this season I think Stan has been excellent defensively mm. so I'm going to go with Stan today Stan dad
0: Steve will be very happy with that mm. decision and Stan's Nanan who is always listening in as well so Stan Georgiou our HTFC uh, Radio Man of the Match uh,
1: this afternoon selected by uh, Stephen Gleeson I must say uh, Kai I think uh, is well in the same boat as a uh, they performed really well coming back into the side. Uh, a few shaky moments, mm. but I think both of them have been really good today. Jealous.
0: There's a foul on the hitching man again. Two minutes to go plus added time. Ulf Church have got another equaliser against Kings Langley. So two all up there. Mikhailova working over uh, Rushton and Diamond. Barwell one, Redditch nil. Base for leading St Ives. Still 3-2 to Wilkeston. T- Colville lead. As to Rushall in the playoffs and Stauber is still trailed by a goal to nil against Leicester, which makes this result uh, even more important for Tamworth if they can get it over the line. Georgie wanting the ball back here, pretty obvious bit of time wasting there, but yeah, well, again, like what, why is the rest not booking them for that?
2: Yeah, you look at what I know you
0: weren't there last Saturday, but Toby Syme booked for a similar
1: thing essentially, yeah. and There's just no no consistency at all in what they do.
0: Nice to hear you back, moaning at the
1: refs because you oh. were quite nice to them on Tuesday. Yeah, so know, good to have last. you back. It doesn't
2: yeah. last.
0: Good <laughs> <long. laughs> to say. Here's Charlie Horlock. Everyone up, apart from Lane Eady, then, as the electronic board gets ready. It's a great delivery up there, but Dolman heads away. Can Coldycott Stevens get there? He can't. Tamworth will break through Mikheil down the right hand side. Two against three as Guvea sprints back to try and challenge Mikheil who's aiming for the corner flag at the moment. Hitchley have got people back in numbers. Too easy though for McKeown. Nutmeg's lane, Edie. Can they get a shot away? They can, but it's straight. That Charlie Hall Look from ja- Jamie Jealous, who's waiting for his first. Uh, Tamworth goal continues. He should have killed it off there and
1: then. Yeah, good ch- uh, save for Charles, but I think he disappointed. Great counter-attack by uh, Tamworth there. And uh, as I say, Chaz stood big and strong. and. I think the centre forward or uh, Tamworth player will be disappointed that he hasn't killed the game. Physio
0: on now for uh, Guevara, I think it is, who's had that sort of recurring knee injury, and of course Hitchin over a week or so before their next game and chance to recover, that being a friendly as well. So let's see how much is added on then. It's narrow margins when these two sides come up against each other. 2-1 at the lamb earlier this season. Hitchin really put Tamworth under pressure late on in that game after Jack Snealer scored. They trail by one goal to nil. They have done since just before half-time. Dan Creaney missing the penalty, but then scoring a header from close range just a minute later. Guvea still gets some treatment. Hitchin are going to introduce George Devine to finally make his debut, Steve. He's going to come on for Guvea. He was signed in the summer. And he's making his debut now after a long injury
2: period.
1: This will be a nice moment for him, I'm sure. Yeah, th- I think he's he's had a few kind of serious injuries uh, injuries with his quad this year. So I'd say it'd be nice for him now to get out on the pitch and uh, all that hard work he's put in, getting back fit. Uh, a little bit of a reward now. So George Devine, signed from Bigglesway
0: Town in the summer, is out there for his hitch in town. Uh, debut, the summer signing. Gets his hitching career up and underway, aside from pre-season, of course, uh, in March. So it's been a long time out for him. And good to see him uh, out there in hitching colours, finally. So there again, will not be able to last the whole uh, 90 minutes. Into added on time. Throwing down the right-hand side. Up to Ty Deakin. It's all corner flag at the moment still for Tamworth. And that missed opportunity from Jealous that was saved by Horlock. Again, goal kick for the Canaries. Still time for Hitchin to get something out of this game. They've thrown on all of their attackers now, even if the injury of Gouvea. Horlock taking short to Kai Teal, who we know can hit this ball long. Divine peels away down the right hand side. It's gone through everyone. It's a poor ball from Teal. I've put the mockers on him, as always. And now Horlock will run out. And pick possession up just by the corner flag. Still Hitchin continue. Horlock up and over the top. Over the head, or oh, it's flicked on my callie, but just too close to Jazz Singh. So Hitchin finally starting to win these first contacts, but it's just not falling for them. And as things stand, all three points are, are heading back to Tamworth for their first consecutive win. It's going to be seven in a row in the league. About three points of the Canaries. But they have a Hart Senior Cup final to look forward to after the win against Chesson on Tuesday night. And they have had to to make some changes today. a bit of a Fred Bear defence. And Stan Georgiou again does well. Back into Charlie Horlock. Just need a little more urgency now to get forward. And Horlock does. It's flat out to the left-hand side. Hayes able to keep it in. Cawley will now have a run down the left. And it's again put out for a throw-in by Tamworth. The referee will check his watch. The sponsors the man of the team match team announced team over team the, team the team
2: turnoil.
0: And they agree with Steve, they're going to go for Stan Giorgio. I think it's Mick Wise, the match will sponsor today. Here's Lane Edie with a throw in then. Teal up to his right. Edie over on the left hand side. And Tamworth fans will just not be sitting comfortably just yet. Hitchin have, g- have fought till the end here. Cooley now. Edie still up there with him. Back to. Lane the out for a throw-in instead, though. They just have to get this ball in the penalty area now. Corley will take it. Edie's there free to try and get the cross into the box, but Corley's going to go with the long throw, and he's not gone very far. Idiokoa heads it down. Georgie took it down in the penalty area. Corley challenging for the ball on the edge of the box. Idiokoa comes across now. He gets there down the left-hand side. He goes past who tumbles down. The referee's given a free kick. That will be so frustrating for Hitchin now.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's uh, <laughs> played for that a little bit, but i say it's one of them, it's an easy decision for the ref. Yeah, very frustrating. That for Idiokoa, and that might
0: just be the end uh, of Hitchens' afternoon. Hey, and Idiokoa protests to the referees. You can see Guilherme sitting down over there by the dugout, stretching off that leg. As the full time's come in. Chelsea have beaten Leeds, Brighton have beaten West Ham in the Premier League nearly full-time here at Topfield. field. Hitchin still a goal to nil down and that will be all she wrote. The Canaries just couldn't quite get something out of this game. They thought it might be their afternoon when Dan Creaney put the penalty area over the top of Charlie Horlock's crossbar but Creaney was able to have the final say on the stroke of half-time with a close-range header. It's gonna be Tamworth's afternoon only just but Hitchin just couldn't quite create enough jaz sing's gloves were not tested at all really by the canaries but this is not a result in any way that hitching will be harmed by long
1: term you feel steve no i think the performance was uh, quite good today i think we competed for large amounts uh, of the game i think we i think the coaching staff and the, the management will be disappointed in uh, the quality shown on the ball and in possession mm. uh but again they're, they're top quality so they're up there for a reason and uh like I said, we, we we performed quite well after uh, a tough week, but not nothing to be ashamed, boy. But uh, I think going forward, we we definitely need to work in uh, in our quality in possession. The attacking options are there, and a lot of them. Josh Allen, of course,
0: George Savine getting his first minutes there. Steve Corley hasn't played for a while. Is it just a case of getting them playing together and, and finding that flow that we found earlier this season?
1: Yeah, I think so. Especially when you you get niggles and injuries and suspensions and. And the, uh, the team is constantly changing. Uh, you can find it hard to get that that, that, that uh, the gel between the players. But as I say, uh, Saturday, Tuesday I thought the boys were excellent. And I think the effort and commitment again was there today. It was just that final pass, uh, uh, that uh, bravery on the ball or in, in possession to kind of cle- uh, create clear-cut opportunities. Uh, as I say, it nothing to be kind of down about today. I no. I say, they're a very good side and they're up there for a reason. But... Uh, if we want to kind of compete at that top end of the, the table we it's stuff that we need to improve on Yeah, Very interesting to hear from you again uh,
0: today Steve, so Tamworth will keep their 7 point lead at the top of the table, Hitchin uh, stay in 11th, a couple of teams based and Barwell picking up points today, we'll just close on them Hitchin looking to finish the season strongly, they've got a little bit of a break now before their le- next league fixture uh, which will be uh, against Hensford Town who are, are 21st but uh, stuff to work on after today, but not the end of the world uh, by any means. Steve, the next time I see you, we'll hopefully be back up on the pitch. We'll have Marek back here uh, in the commentary box. Thank you again for joining me today. No problem. Cheers. Thank you. And we'll see you all uh, again soon. It finishes here at Topfield, Hitchentown nil. Tamworth 1. <laughs>